Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Matthew, it goes month, date, and year. <laughs> you want to just put that in? We're keeping that in, mate. I don't it's care. the year of our Lord, May 21st. <laughs> <laughs> Madison Avenue's Don't Call Me Baby goes top of the charts. Dethroning Britney Spears after only one week. I guess Britney's career went nowhere after that. Gladiator is number one for the second week in a row in the UK box office, thanks to what we know in the business as the Kurt Angle push. The 45th Eurovision Song Contest final is held in Stockholm's Globe Arena. The UK entry, Don't Play That Song Again, performed by Nikki French, finished in 16th place. The worst ever showing for UK entry up to that time. I don't think it's that bad of a song. And luckily for her, we get much worse. <laughs> uh, Gary Mullen, performing as Freddie Mercury, wins the 11th series of stars in their eyes. But more importantly, the gaming world is shook as Perfect Dark is released for the N64. And many people who enjoyed GoldenEye could not hack it. Uh, The idea of stopping to get out a gadget to go take photos of a secret meeting was too much for my dad, who just wanted to shoot people as Pierce Brosnan. But the rest of us opposable thumbs, we enjoyed the hell out of it. And speaking of people with opposable thumbs, <laughs> you are listening to Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review, one of those watch-along specials that we're famous for. And not only are we joined by opposable thumb on the left hand, Mr. Tom Campbell. Bonjour, lefties are besties. Wee oui, wee. Oui. But because we have more stars than the galaxy at night, 
we have the right opposable thumb for this watch along extravaganza. Don't call him what you like, but don't call him dead. Mr. Joe Abbers. Hello, how's it all going? I just waved, which is a kind of a redundant during a audio podcast, but hello, how's it going? <laughs> it's Ace. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, you may have heard the dulcet tones of Joe Atherton, a.k.a. Athers, on the Smack Attack podcast. He's here to grace us with his presence here. I thought, and Matthew agrees as well, thought since we're doing the episode about uh, which features uh, a wrestler returning from the dead... It makes sense to get others on. <laughs> a, a, a wrestling personality that has recently himself returned from the dead. Oh, what a segue. Yeah. Um, we've we've got to tell this story, others. You've got to tell the story of, 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 of what on earth we're talking about. Because it was quite, it was quite a, a week that when that happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I woke up to found a, a tweet on my phone that uh, said that I'd passed away from my own account. Obviously, I'd... Must have been hacked or something. Uh, I've been getting alerts on my phone for quite a while saying people were trying to log into my account, but I just shook it off. And uh, obviously I should have paid attention. It was genuinely one of those moments because it was so... like when, when you see something like that, it doesn't cross your mind that, oh, this person's been hacked. Like, you'd mentioned before that you had COVID-19 as well, so the timing was sublime. So I woke up in the morning, I was, I was at work, and then the message came through, and it, was, it, you know, it said that from your, from your personal one, say that Joe Anthony has passed away. And I was like, what? That's awful. And you don't question it. And, I'm, and I'm, I just apologise others i didn't question for a second that you were still alive i just assumed you were gone and even math was, i think matthew was the same as well weren't you math yeah tom was oh, tom blessing me when uh, matthew i just want you to know it before you know you see it anywhere else uh, others has passed away <laughs> and it's like others like Oh, I messaged. Like, I didn't know. I, I was messaged just getting you, didn't I, before it all yeah, came I out. I thought just... I just want you to. Know, I'd rather you hear it from me. Than a... This is so weird to be talking about this with others on the call. This great, is isn't it? Because so with all the news that's going on, it starts off. Oh, I just want you to read this before you see it online. Others, I'm like, oh god, who's he DM'd? You know, and then <laughs> it's like he's dead. It's almost like, oh, thank Christ, could be so much worse. <laughs> And then, uh, and then I'm just getting like, because I can be quite slow when it comes to these things. It's not like in the films where you're like, you know, if I was one of those people, like the the president has been shot in the head in Dallas, I'd be like, everyone else on TV's like, no, I'm there, like, I need an hour to process this. I'm sorry, guys, I'm a bit slow. So I had just gotten the point of processing this, and I was midway through typing because they're going, right, a tweet for others. Um, how to sum up? Uh, this part-time really, really passionate fan and other time he's not been a passionate fan, he's been a pain in the arse. Um, <laughs> in one tweet, why not make it sound like, you know, both fair but not, not unrealistic. And then you came back to life and like Nanny Og, you were like, I ain't dead. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Oh, okay. Well, I still had it in the draft as you were there. Like, it's like, okay, com- comes up, loads up current tweets, others, I'm not dead, you bastard. I'm like, oh, okay, well... <laughs> I mean, I did spend some time typing this out, others. I mean, you, you, uh, you can at least let me t- tweet this. <laughs> it's very selfish of you, after all. But no, no, serious, just no. And I'm glad that you're able to do this because if anything, 
realizing and taking people for granted because I think it'd be possible at this stage with the amount of people we are connected to with Twitter and everything else. We know a lot of people. It would be impossible for us to be in full-time relationships and friendships with every single one of them. That means something. Um, but sometimes little freshers like this and scares can remind us of people that we otherwise don't think about or expect too much from. And the fact that we're able to do this to say, hey, look, others, you know, hey, let's let's work together, let's do some stuff is, is a positive thing. And I think Tom's idea of having you on this is fantastic. So please make a good impression. <laughs> don't say anything that can't be edited out. Okay. And don't make people hope that, you know, you weren't here and uh, you'll be all right. <laughs> so what Matthew is saying, others, is don't make people wish you were dead. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, if, if you I'm, do a bad I'm thing... Trap, go out, yeah. go to the shop... Uh, get coughed on by a load of elderly folk <laughs> and uh, don't wash my hands when I come back. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Hey, look, let's not talk about, about the, the, the hand of death any further. Others, we are, uh, myself and Matthew, we are plunging through Smackdown from its very beginning to uh, its bitter end in 2047. Um, we are about to watch Judgment Day 2000. Now, as a, as a long-standing wrestling fan, where were you in your fandom when this show rolled around first time round? Uh, I think I, 2000, I'd have been at uni, so I'd have been <clears throat> very much a casual fan, very much not having Sky, because everything pay-per-view-wise was on Sky, apart from the Royal Rumble, I think, which was on Channel 4, if That's I'm right. right. So, yeah, um, I probably didn't watch it live. I've probably seen it since at some point, probably. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, uh, I was still a fan, but not watching as much because I didn't have Sky. OK, so... Matthew... Wait, 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 to oh. interrupt. In 2000, you're, you, how old are you? I'm 37. But at 2000, you were... Wait, what? 2000, you would have been 16. No, no, that was seventeen. Seventeen. Oh, that's about oh, right. Okay. <laughs> what? 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 Look, we, we know we know others pretended to be dead, but we don't need to be suspicious of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, I'm not the inland revenue. But thank you for <laughs> uh, I think you're about to me when the hey, life. Hey, think of all the tax you could have written off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> What was it in those shaved, countries? Shaved my head, grew a beard. He could have done all that, mate. That'd have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it one of those countries that put out that it was illegal to be a zombie because people would do... Oh, I forget which country it was. I don't want to get it wrong, so I look like a massive racist. But it was one of these countries that the banned zombies because people kept on signing themselves up for, all right, it's, it's like, I don't know, this much to get a, uh, a funeral paid off and then people just come back to light like hey it's me <laughs> I'm hey, a zombie. Well, I have to pay tax now so I went no if you're a zombie you still have to pay tax it's like oh <laughs> waste of money then isn't it that uh, anyway. sounds like something the Tories would definitely do <laughs> they put zombies back to work for sure yeah uh, my first instance of watching this I only have vague memories of watching it at the time so I you know what I don't think I'll watch this one when it first happened, but I remember reading the WWF magazine, uh, which had lovely photos and synopsis of it. So I only saw it years after the fact and really liking uh, Diamond Match and remembering nothing else. What about you, Tom? Uh, I remember watching this on Skybox Office. It was the height of my fandom. I was a massive fanboy, a full on mark for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 
and uh, to, I was so excited that he was the champion and I knew I'd watched the first Iron Man match so I was giddy to see a second one I felt like such a, a well-informed fan by being one of the few people who I knew in my friend group who had a VHS tape of the first Iron Man match I felt like like the, the oracle of wrestling at that point so I was really pumped to see this one for me this whole show was all about the Iron Man matches about Rock and Triple H fighting for one full hour it was exciting and we are going to relive that today us three gentlemen and you listening via cultaholics podcast feed uh, what's going to happen is this is how watch along works so in a moment myself matthew and others we're all going to hit play on judgment day 2000 on the wwe network for 9.99 it's award-winning don't you know and we're going to watch the entire thing and provide an alternative commentary track for the entire pay-per-view event you have the option to watch along with us if you hit play at the same time and if, if you're hoping for deep insight into the comings and goings of the show, you may get a bit of that. You'll probably just get three blokes who haven't chatted together in a while, just, just talking a lot of dos. But either way, it'll be a lovely time for everybody involved. So with that in mind, I'm going to give you just a second while we play a word from our sponsors to find the wrestling show in question, Judgment Day 2000, May 21st, 2000. Find that on the WWE Network right now. Right. Matthew Gregg, are you ready to watch Judgment Day 2000? Yes, because I've just remembered the intro. <laughs> it's good, isn't it's it? It's really good, yes. Uh, others from Out of, Off of the Smack Attack podcast and Tables, Others and Chairs, are you ready for Judgment Day 2000? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I cannot wait. Excellent. That's the right answer. Okay, on go. We all press play, team. Okay, in three, two, one, go. Well done, Tom, for not going. And here's others from the land of the dead. <laughs> anyway, well, that's, that, that's no that's no way to talk about uh, about where others lives. Oh yeah, in one hour, <laughs> fourteen thousand eight hundred forty-nine babies are born. That's a busy 5, mother. Nine hundred and thirty-six <laughs> others will die in one hour. 
a load of planes take off. In the <laughs> not all at the same time. Not at the moment. Yeah. Not at the moment. They're not. No, in the seen. opening hour of last week's SmackDown, Tribal Chief was said 472 <laughs> times. <laughs> hey, it's almost Kevin as if they were Dunn pushing anything. Cut. Kevin Dunn will cut 1,500 times. <laughs> Is that all? That's in one minute. <laughs> Jerry Lawler will win the USWA title <laughs> 3,100 times. <laughs> What else happens in an hour? It's a long time, an hour, isn't it? This was such a good opening promo. They just are. Oh, I miss these from the day. And it has that ultimate finale, last chapter feel to it as well, because as Rock is selling SmackDown, they've done everything else. Yeah. Ladder match at SummerSlam. Uh, just won the title in a normal match the last month. Army Men World War. <laughs> God, I forgot what way to take this down from that <laughs> euphoric high we were just experiencing. Unbelievable. Uh, right, we are live from Freedom Hall in Louisville, Kentucky. Freedom Hall. 16,000 plus in attendance for this one. You don't even need to say it's in America, do you? When they call it, the name of it is Freedom Hall. <laughs> Look at all those people. <laughs> oh, it's just sick, doesn't it? That's like ten Thunderdomes. Oh, I miss signs. I miss. I do miss people at wrestling shows. You see all these people happy to see people with a big sign saying Judgment Day for once. Did we see the Keegan sign then, by the way, team? <laughs> I, I, I don't, but I would love it. I tell you, I would love it if I saw it again. <laughs> Keegan. Keegan. Now, an observation Aye. that we've made is they never eat the vegetables. But it's also going to be a night of celebration. The well, yeah, the, the fighting over the hardcore title. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> Look at Briscoe looking all healthy as hardcore champion. I love him with his title over his little dress outfit. <laughs> Mr. McMahon. Did we see, I don't know, did you see it, others? Uh, Gerald Briscoe's big announcement last week. Uh, no, he's on Twitter now, isn't he? What, what's he got to say for himself? He did a two-and-a-half-minute video uh, pumping into this big announcement he was going to make at the end, and just as he's about to make the announcement, he, he babbles on for ages, plugging all sorts of other stuff. Just as he's about to make the announcement, a little Tony Giovanni picture appears in the corner going, Folks, we're out of time! And we never knew what the announcement was. Oh. What a worker. He's such a worker. And this is cool. We might as well have some exposition and a rundown of the card, because... There is only uh, five matches, I believe. Iron Man's one of them, so... Imagine that, a wrestling show with just five matches, like TakeOver on Sunday. Wait, I think the show's the same length as that, and there's no Iron Man matches. <laughs> it's true, actually. Others, you've been keeping your finger on the pulse of the modern wrestling scene, uh, as, as we have tried to as well. Um, uh, what did, we, did you watch TakeOver on Sunday? I did, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Uh, I thought the matches were good, but I, I don't know why every takeover match has to be a a 25-30 minute epic with 27 kickouts Wait, and false I'm sorry to interrupt you guys, but the headbangers are still employed. <laughs> and they get a payday. Oh, oh never, oh, never mind. There's, that. The, there's a headbanger right there. 
<laughs> tucked into Michael's pants. <laughs> it's a good point made, though. Like, I mean, every NXT match, takeover match, does seem to like go. We're just going to go balls out constantly. It's almost as if Shawn Michaels is a uh, in the match. <laughs> it's almost as if he is. Talking of going all out, Angle. We need to be all quiet now for probably the highlight of the show. <laughs> he looks really weird with hair. <laughs> he looks really weird with a movable neck. He's like an owl these days. <laughs> Your Olympic hero is considered to be all that. It's true. It's true. Do you remember All Out on Nickelodeon? Teenage girls, I have a word of warning for all of you. Get away from wrestlers. <laughs> oh, God. Don't be like the people here. Shacking up with different guys. Be clean. Be pure. Be abstinent. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think Brit Rest should have uh, followed Kurt Angle's advice there. <laughs> oh, it's UK wrestling. All that. <laughs> it's uh, it's sad, but it's it's alarmingly true. So we're here now. This here, we've talked about these guys for a couple of weeks. Others on on our podcast. This is the dawn of something so beautiful. Edge, Christian, and Kurt Angle as a threesome. Uh, your your memories of these three? Uh, funny lads. Good lads. Good set of lads. Just having fun. <laughs> They're just a great set of lads. Just having a laugh. Lovely bunch of lads. <laughs> Do you remember? Air. Do you remember that night that Michael Cole referred to the league? Is it the League of Nations? Called them the lads. They call themselves the lads. Because <laughs> they all taking the piss on Twitter and social media and stuff. They call themselves the lads. Yeah. So, others, this is the period between the last pay per view and this one where Edgy Christian developed what's known as a personality. All right. Good out. It so just happened overnight, didn't it? Like on, they had a pay per view match where they had like a slightly tainted win over X Pac and Road Dog, but were still getting cheered. And then next time we saw them on SmackDown, they were having like f- manicures and facials, and they were talking about like how much they hated Rikishi putting their putting his bum in their face and how the oh. fans were disrespectful. Like it just Dude, turned. Interrupt, this interrupt behind Edge. Someone's got a huge sign that says "Hey Truman, f you," but <laughs> f you is not censored. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that was senseless. You're both done, Tom. <laughs> it's great about watching some of these old shows on a lovely HD quality. Oh, not HD, but you know, it's because you're going to get the bit rate. What's and the... then we'll be able to say that with a VHS tracking at the bottom. What's the Truman thing, then? I don't know. Maybe he just didn't like Jim Carrey. <laughs> Maybe it's Truthman. I don't know. I'm not paying attention to the guy's name. It's that—that that is a big old. Oh no! She left the camera at home. Oh, I get this. They're endearing themselves to the uh, the local Kentucky crowd. The jug band. Yeah. Oh, the I remember the jug band bit. This was. Funny. I remember Edge's teeth. <laughs> Christian's got a washboard there. Where's yeah. me washboard? Where's me washboard? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, it's it's simple, good, clean fun. <laughs> and, it, and it cuts to people taking photos of them. They're always having a good time. And they're taking the pictures with, like, old cameras, with actual cameras, not their phones. Well, there were new cameras back then, Tom. Oh, they, oh, they, were, just, they, were, just, they were just cameras back then. It's they weren't new or thing. old. They were just called cameras. Back in my day, they were just called cameras. See, sometimes the time travelers would slip up and say, oh, you got one of those old cameras. This, what do you mean? This is, this is fine. <laughs> oh, yes. <I'm- laughs> is that how you catch out a time traveler? Yeah, and everyone knows. Because you hear someone say that, everyone goes, it's a time traveler, it's a time traveler. And the old, like, you know, doing those old school whistles and an old Bobby. One of those big sticks comes and hits you on there. Now, apparently the way... Guys, look, look, look. It's uh, Jey Uso's dad. Oh, it's it's future tribal chief leader's dad. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jay will never remains, lead the table. Makes remains El Hio still tribal chief. Nice. That crosses lots of them. China is my dad on the sign there. That's, <laughs> that's not very nice. That's just burst out laughing. <laughs> and someone else has got a sign that says fat ass. I love this. I like well, that people PH, took the time to write PH. these signs. It's lovely. Uh, I like seeing PH fat ass there. There was a infamous story in Barnard Castle that there was a DJ who was rather large and rotund. And he had told them, like, play on words, like, uh, I forget his real name. Let's call him DJ Pepsi Max. DJ Pepsi Max, um, Barnard Castle's fattest DJ. And he'd obviously told someone that, thinking that where they were cool, and as Kurt Angle would say, all that. And for a while, there were posters up in Barnard Castle that said, Pepsi Max, DJ Pepsi Max, Barnard Castle's fattest DJs, spelled F-A-T-T-E-S-T. And there was a picture of this fat guy. Oh, no. He's walking the bar. Oh. Oh, bless anyway, I like that story. I like mentioning Barnard Castle on a podcast. <laughs> well, the world, yeah, that's it. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice one. It's a nice story about about Barnard Castle. Any yeah, chance to mention Northeast Law is a good time. Exactly. So I've I thought of another way to catch out a time traveller. Cool. This might be the this might be the uh, the gimmick of the of the podcast. How to catch out a time traveller. Where you, you you say to them, what was the worst world war? And then when they say, easy, the Martian war, then you know they're a time traveller. Oh, I think say like the third one. <laughs> that's too obvious. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That's, that's got legs. Or if you say to them, would you like, um, would you like one sugar or tea? One sugar or two in your tea, and they say, "Do you have any Galactian sweet crystals?" Then you know they're a time traveller. Thanks for clarifying that, Tony. Write that one down. <laughs> Are there any other ways to spot a time traveller? <laughs> yeah, help help a guy out, others. Uh, yeah. Um, when you say, "Remember the coronavirus," and they laugh, <laughs> or they go, "Which which strain?" Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, Spanish Spanish flu is pretty bad, and the guy just laughs and goes, just you wait. <laughs> I'm very impressed with uh, Brian Christopher managing to keep his hat on throughout all of that offence. He keeps his hat on throughout all of 2000, pretty much. I love that. I, I, I lo- I, it's just nice to see. Like It's weird, because like, 
Brian Christopher's been around forever. Like Scott Scott Taylor's been around forever. On the we do the classic Raw review on Cultaholic as well, and quite often Scott Taylor pops up as enhancement guy. But they just feel like they they're treated like and they feel like plucky youngsters at this point, despite the fact they're probably both in their late thirties, early forties. Yeah, in terms of wrestling age, they are at their uh, their prime though. I think they they know what to do. Scott Taylor's taken all as bumps that he used to when, you know, Austin was debuting new moves on him on Superstars. But, I mean, look, it, the pop for that. <laughs> it's not even a move. <laughs> I believe he's a, a fireman now, isn't he? I have oh. heard that, actually. I'm going to check. Scott oh, Taylor, cool. fireman. Oh, there we go. I love that spot. Fire the Funk Brothers used to do that. They need to bring that back in the uh, 2020. I know where to catch out a... Uh... <laughs> See, that's good. Man, I miss, like, simple, basic tag team stuff like that. That's it. Walking on Memphis. Walking in Memphis, not... <laughs> I knew what you meant. Don't worry. I was with you. Yeah, yeah you're right. Start- yeah, Frank, Frank Christmas hat is staying on impressive. Like, Adebisi and Oz... He started training as a firefighter in 2013. Big crowd pop for Rikishi. You can hear that. Like he's over like Rover. Others, would you believe at this point? We talked about this on the on uh, on the podcast. Like, oh, do we, there you go. There's Grandmaster's pants. There's a lovely treat for everybody involved. Would you believe at this point that they already knew they were going to turn Rikishi heel? Uh, kind of makes sense. I mean, as far as the ominous dude. wangers. He's a big Sorry. ominous dude, isn't he? So I can see the logic behind it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, too cool. Very, very popular. Here he comes. Behind you. Whack. <laughs> They should have said, get ready for the sex man. Silly buggers match. <laughs> I'm loving it. But we love a good silly buggers match, don't we? Wrestling, rest, and, and it comes back to what, what you said, others, about like how NXT is all epic matches on takeovers. Sometimes it's nice just to have a silly buggers match. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the world needs balance, especially now. Hey, look at that guy selling foam fingers. Is he selling foam fingers, or is he just showing off that he bought the last one? <laughs> I'm a big fan of a six-month scramble. Oh, yes. Well, it's just it's every man for themselves. Yeah, right, they're good. They're, they're, they're over easy. <laughs> Sorry. I quite like doing... Never apologise, sir. I quite like doing those on, um, on 2K19. Just six-man and eight-man nonsense elimination matches that go on for, like, 40 minutes in real time. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> really? It's like accomplishing. Well, the more people involved in the match, the higher. Oh, it here it comes! It's, oh, not. <laughs> that little skip from timing on that. <laughs> oh, you, you you love to see Angle healthy. <laughs> Wait a minute, he did that right. In... Poor Teddy's like, you did that right in front of me. I was looking right at you. <laughs> Come on, guys. Well, it's gonna... Teddy Long, isn't it? It is yeah. indeed. But with a tag guys, t- on a tag team match, player. 
All right, if you're gonna steal like classic southern like tag wrestling from the 70s and 80s, can you just do it right? Just, <laughs> can't do the fake tag, but I'm looking at you. Oh well. I like how he didn't even enforce it though. Oh, you know, kill kill this white hot crowd because of the rules. Obviously. I feel like referees at the moment are just are doing that. Like, I feel like refs are told now, like, just stick to the rules. The wrestlers will know what they're doing. But I feel like it's just affected quite a few matches in the last few months in the real, in the 2020 wrestling world. Like, there's been a few occasions where the ref has made a, a call thinking that, a, you know, whether thinking that a match was meant to go a certain way or whatever. And I think it's, refs used to sort of guide the matches. I think now they've become speed bumps. Well, in 2020, in particular, last few months, there have been three sorry, last few months and last month, uh, three f- matches that the referee has gone, one, two, three, you don't get if you kicked out, someone's thrown up the X, and uh, let's see, Angel Garza at Clash of Champions, Mickey James against Asuka, and the eight-man or six-man tag, no, it was an eight-man tag. Oh, with, the Viking um, Raiders one. Viking Raiders. And two or three of them, the other person was injured. So I'm like, I'm, I'm with them. You know what? You know what? End this match as soon as possible. We now know that you know everyone knows wrestling's fake. Who cares? One, two, three. Look, end the match as soon as possible. Get this person medical attention. Fantastic. I did find it quite humorous, just that type of person I am. That the Mickey James match was ended because the referee, because she was selling so well, thought she was in so much pain. I mean, that's the best compliment you could give somebody. I'm not buying that for a second. You know? Nah, I think there's something. Uh... Something more afoot there, because um, is it Bruce Pritchard? He's currently one of the writers at WWE. Yeah, do do do. He um, he came out saying something about he didn't see Nick Aldis as a draw, and uh, Nick Aldis came back and said some not very nice things about Pritchard, and I think it's a bit of the old residual heat. What you think on TV? international TV to do something with Mickey James because of something Nick Aldis said on the podcast yeah I think ah! I genuinely think <laughs> WWE are that petty I'm sure Nick Aldis is saying this because it makes him look good uh, but as I say they are being petty otherwise it's good seeing Lana get put through a table in three yeah, consecutive exactly. weeks but you know there's a big difference between AW Samoan heads are really hard um, <laughs> you have all thousands you know big spear but the uh, a big spear which Rikishi throws at at you know, low flying planes because he doesn't understand how they work he thinks they're big birds <laughs> and he's a hard head and he he eats his food from a Look cruiser. at the pop for that. Oh, my. Oh, man. It makes you miss fans. He's standing on edge. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's so. I just I just love how over like Rover these lads are. Nightmare. Spell casting. W O R M. Well done, T. Oh, two worms. Is now is the worm effective when it is just the chop and not the worm build? Oh, silly! It's, it's the build that makes it strong. Ooh! Ding! Bell! End! End of the match. See what I did there. You can play at that game. Look at that! Nice. Lovely little I love leg this drop. Rikishi's yeah, got a hungry bum. Best send the match home. <laughs> there you go. They called an audible. Oh. Rikishi's, Rikishi's oh. tights were being eaten by his ass. 
They called an audible. Best end of the match. <laughs> Just to be sure. Wait, wait. That was clearly not the finish. The front row could see what he had for lunch. Was that not the finish? Oh, that was clearly not the finish. Oh, how so. funny. We were I talking mean, about refs. Too much. I don't think, again, I don't think it thinks too much there, but like, that was uh, the way everyone reacted towards the end there. That's a bit of a giveaway. Oh. Yeah, everyone looks a bit annoyed, don't they? That. Again, I don't think it affected things too much because it was still a white finish and a white thing, but. There's like a weird like stuntedness to their celebration when when yeah, the finish doesn't quite go down. Oh, is that? Huh. Especially because you see Angle waiting. It's like, all right, here's my cue, but it was just late. <laughs> yeah, they look annoyed. Oh, Ricky shows looked annoyed. He was like, no, don't make me dance. I haven't even bought my <laughs> dancing pants. <laughs> you don't want me in the photograph. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you can. Another twenty dollars. <laughs> Thought of another way we could spot a time traveller. Well, I've got your attention, lads. Um, you ask them what they want for Christmas, and when they say PlayStation 7, you know they're a time traveller. Oh, Christ, Tom! <laughs> Wait, Tom, you can't see it, but a referee's just entered my room and he's doing the X with his hands. I don't know what that's about. Tell me how oh. she get. Mate, my, gone now. my mental health's been thrown up an X since we moved back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this, uh, what what films or TV have you been watching during this period? Or alternatively, what um, what fetish have you newly discovered you're into? Take a um, I've been I've been watching The Boys on a Amazon oh, Prime. That's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I watched Ratchet on Netflix. The uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest prequel gimmick. That was all right as well. Oh, is that a thing? That looks great. It is a thing. It looks so beautifully shot. It is. It's pure filth, though, by the oh, way. Oh, wait. interrupt you for a second. Sorry, I want to hear Shawn Michaels do this famous line that's been copied and pasted over the years. What's his famous line? Wait, wait, wait. He looks a bit... Um... <laughs> Gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there we go, Tom. <laughs> I was just talking to people. I can't believe Chris Jericho's now doing the clown. <laughs> oh, maybe he doesn't say it here, but there's one bit where he goes, Well, Lord knows if it's on the internet, it must be true. Oh, I don't know if that's here. Oh, just oh wait, wait, no, I think he just said www.com. Here we go, it's coming up. He said the line. <laughs> he did the thing. That's good. Michael Cole very lovely uh, highlights there. Oh, he's, he was one for the frosted tips. He was like, uh, he, 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 he was like the club. He was like a club style singer for NSYNC. Like if you were running the Phoenix Club and you couldn't afford NSYNC, you'd hire Michael Cole and a few of his mates. You'd have M sync. <laughs> M for Michaels is in Shawn Michaels. <laughs> nice. Anyway, how, how dare we mock the frosted tips? It was the year of our Lord 2000. They weren't called frosted tips, they were called badass. With two <laughs> Zs on the end. Oh, Dino Machino. Beating a badass. You know what? They missed a trick by never doing an episode of Sunday Night Heat that Eddie Guerrero took over and calling it Sunday Night Heat. And it was just him booking the whole show. I don't know how you would have got from A to B, but it would have been fun. Hey, oh, look at that shirt on Perry! 
Oh, what's that thing? What's that phobia you get when you're frightened of oh. like things with lots of holes in? Do you know the one I mean, lads? Holophobia? Triclophobia? It's when you you have a, a fear of like sponges and things that've got lots of little holes in. Oh. I didn't realise that was a thing, Tom. I'm learning things. Is it trichophobia? Yeah, trichophobia. I think maybe. No, it's not trichophobia. That's losing hair. Um, here we go. Here well, we I've go. Got... I um... thought that was fear of triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a fear of crap Triple H nicknames attempted in the 90s. Oh, <laughs> Try. <laughs> Here we go. Tripophobia is a fear or disgust of closely packed holes. People who have it feel oh, queasy the... when looking at you surfaces. You couldn't even say that without laughing. <laughs> People have it feel queasy when looking at surfaces that have small holes gathered close together. For example, Perry's satin shirt in Judgment Day 2000. <laughs> Quite the shirt he had on there. Hmm. So there you go. No, it's, no, because um, Jojo, who I used to do radio with uh, in my days on Heart, uh, suffered from it. And I think one day somebody left a sponge in the studio and it set her off big star because they had these big holes in it and genuinely freaks her out. Like anything with like holes in it. It's weird. That is a very interesting phobia. She wouldn't be a fan of the Blackpool's back four then. <laughs> Oh, do you know what? We don't get enough football gags on here. So thanks, Athers. You've up the. Oh, that was uh, a good one. Now, you've up the quality now because we we don't do because because me and Matthew are non-football people. We need more football gags on here. It's all just shit about N64 and, and time travelers. Yeah, we could we could bridge the gap and talk about like FIFA 99. That's true. <laughs> Bloody hell! I could tell. I could tell my. Um, I could tell. Look at those traps. <laughs> Last time I saw a trap, so that was in H. Henry Holmes's house. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for laughing. I wasn't sure if I was going to bomb or not. Yeah, well, after that riveting backstage segment where, you know, Eddie and China had uh, a meeting with Milenko and Saturn and realized the creative differences that the radicals were having, and that Eddie and China were creative and Milenko and Saturn were just different. Uh, it's no wonder they didn't get any bloody wear. <laughs> Are you saying that you're not going to interfere in the match tonight, Chatton? Well, oh, that's good. We want a good, clean, three-way match. <laughs> and there's a moment in this match which has an effect, uh, as it long-lasting implications for the rest of the show. Oh. Might not even need to point it out. But anyway, we'll see. Ooh, I forgot what that is. That's intriguing. I, I love that I remember it. So I must have seen this as a kid. Oh, well, there we go. And this is a mistake, I think, because at this point, people care and love Eddie. They don't give a damn about Perry and Dean. And a three-way is just asking for trouble, I think. Which is a shame, because I've always said that I think Perry Satin, in another life, in another universe, could have been a, a big thing. Like, he's got a, he's got a hell of a look, you know, with yeah. them big old traps. The last time... I was that into traps. Burke and the thing upstairs were coveting them. Fine, that's a joke for me. Oh, that's fine. don't you open that <laughs> trap. That took a few seconds, Tom, but I respect it. And you let it linger as well, like I a bad smell. I didn't get that at first, but now I feel all right. No, it's uh, fine. It's, hey! 
Don't you open Perry's trap shoulders. <laughs> there's because he'll probably there. lose in three minutes, if we've been honest. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Done. There's a guy in the crowd that has a sign that says, I stole Xbox weed. Math, were you at this show? <laughs> hey, hey, there was plenty to go around. <laughs> it was communist weed that day, let me tell you. It's communist weed. No, it was good because me and Xbox both took the same thing and we were both out at roughly the same time because that's why it was up to both Ron Funches and the other people on the committee of being funny to talk <laughs> while me and Xbox were just like uh, just bait. but sadly I went back to my room and Xbox had to like talk to fans afterwards waiting to get like signed shirts and that and mate I couldn't I just thrown the t-shirts I mean because look you got them for free just sod off <laughs> Eddie Guerrero was quite good, wasn't he? Uh, he what got... a hot take out this whole game. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. He was, this is too much time when he was really making. He was really. Um, what the bloody hell was that? Um, the. <laughs> this is during the time. Sorry, I was distracted by whatever the hell that was. At the time, as soon as he won the European title off of Jericho and got China, that's when he went from being that dude with the mullet and the radicals to being really over. It's why this is a point where Perry and Dean aren't being led up to Eddie's level. Um, the radicals are bringing them, they're bringing Eddie down to the, their level, which is no level at all. It's a basement, <laughs> in fact. So this is for the European Championship, right? It is, and because he's talked about, well, you know, European, you know, they speak Spanish in Europe, essay, and before this, the he'd been. Um, it just been segments with him in China on SmackDown and Raw where like it's like oh I can't resist your Latino heat and he's like Mama Zita and he's like crawling up her leg and she's walking around with Eddie Guerrero hanging off hanging off him like he's a band it's just been amazing hey I got, I got my GED essay so now I'm gonna have to go to my prom on the same night as uh, as Backlash so then Eddie wore his bow tie and dress shoes for the match with S.A. Rios and uh, Lita and uh, he's just been hammy and fantastic and having personality so of course to bounce it out his D. Malenko with his, his <laughs> looks like M a capital M hairline and absolutely no ring character whatsoever do you think they could bring the European title back now? Uh, yeah but Given with the way, all the European wrestlers that they have. I was going to say, given the state of European wrestlers at the minute, I don't think the European title wants to come back. <laughs> it, it would prefer to be the Guam title instead. And just give it Jeff Cobb. There you go. Yeah, how about Guam? anybody? Anybody other than Europe? If they're going to bring it back, they'd have to lose a couple. Like, we've got too many now. We've got... Like, every show has got an abundance of belts. Like, NXT UK is about to add another one. And oh, I thought you were talking about Europe. I thought you had to lose some. Like, you had to lose some countries. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, we could do lose a couple <laughs> of countries as well. Like, go on then. Which European countries do you hate, Tom? Which you, do you, have, to, you have to get rid of three. Um, just, just upset the majority of people listening. Let's move Portugal. No, I'm kidding. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, we always hated Portugal on this show, right? <laughs> like, have they ever done? I don't mind Portugal, but if given the option, can we swap out Portugal for Iceland? Because <laughs> I quite like Iceland, and I'd like it to be closer. 
I hate Iceland. I favourite. <laughs> Everyone knows a volcano. Blackpool just signed a player from Iceland yesterday. Oh really? Um, can't remember his name. Ended with a son. Oh. They all do, don't they? It wasn't a Chicago Town Pizza's two for a quid? That type of Iceland deal. Oh my god. No. <laughs> Sorry. I want to say, before our uh, new owners, we usually made most of our signings from bloody Little. <laughs> oh, my dad shared a picture of me, because my dad loves football, even though he's got no ball in the fight, or how the expression goes. Uh, and he said that there's someone's just signed a, a player called Naughty Naughty. Yes, there is a player called Naughty Naughty. That's amazing. Do you think sometimes they sign players just because they think that'll be good banter with the name? <laughs> I think Blackpool have done that for about 25 years and 30 years of supporting them. <laughs> this will be a laugh. Well, if you still support them after 30 years, it's working. <laughs> Aye, I suppose. It, it, this, this gives me an in to tell you my one uh, football video game story, which is from when I played FIFA Road to World Cup 98 on the PlayStation. Classic. Oh, isn't it good? Great game. Just very playable. Um, I was doing this. I was doing a. I think it might be a season mode or something. And uh, I wanted to buy Ronaldo, but I couldn't afford him. But I found a player for like ten grand less called Redondo, so I bought him instead because <laughs> it sounded like Ronaldo. <laughs> and he was awful, and we had a terrible time. But in my head, I was like, can't afford Ronaldo. I'll just buy Redondo. <laughs> yeah. He was played by Robbie Brookside at many a <laughs> tribute show around, around the time Judgment Day 2000 was on, which is the show that we're doing a watch-along of, believe it or not. He was called but UK there's been Ronaldo. bloody nothing to talk about on this, Mike. <laughs> been a nice bunch of moves. That's a lovely frog what splash. What a fantastic top-rope manoeuvre from Blenko that was. <laughs> yeah, All crowd the just grace doesn't... and yeah. elegance of a baby elephant. Yeah. This is one of these things where people can go, wow, what a bunch of great... Oh, I remember this, actually. See, That's I remember the photo cool. of that in the magazine, and it looked amazing. Like Sam Meister and Suplex both men at the same time. Oh, China hitting him with, with, with a an item that has become so infamous in this era. Because after this, this is the, this is a cool thing that's forgotten about this era, in WWF, is that at the same time as this is all happening, they are motion capturing, and building No Mercy for the N64. So you're seeing every week little moves and sequences and arenas that end up in No Mercy. And we see this is these are where the flowers come from in No Mercy, because in No Mercy, the video game, you can reach into the crowd. Well done, Eddie. You can reach into the crowd. <laughs> Sorry, well done, Eddie, for pinning Malenko on your arm. <laughs> oh, I beg your pardon, it wasn't this much then. It was the other time they had uh, Eddie... Perry Saturn match. China it was China was supposed to give a uh, clothesline to Perry. And there was a Perry, pipe. Yeah, there was. Oh, sorry. Yes, it, it what Perry was not selling roses. Um, it wasn't Christmas at Woolworths. It wasn't selling roses. Um, nothing. I didn't deserve anything. Uh, no, there was actually in fact a pipe in them roses. That's why it became a weapon in No Mercy for the N64. No, all right, all right, all right. Shoulder up. Yeah, cut away. Well done. <laughs> Eddie, very pleased with himself there, giving um, China his pipe. <laughs> I feel like if that match had happened in another time, people would have it would have been one of those work rate matches that people would have got behind. But it just felt yeah. very flat here because they're there's, not there's all no awful wrestlers. Yeah, but there's there's no. It's all based in their treble. Why do you, why do I care? Yeah. I don't care about the radicals or Malenko right now. I care about Eddie. 
Yeah. There's someone we care about. Frisco, There's a Frisco, star of the Frisco. attitude era. <laughs> that should have happened. His music should have started playing and that should have woke him up. Look at his bump by the ref. <laughs> or do you know what? If, I think I think had this been again in the modern era, they could have had the real American play, but it's like a uh, but it's a, a, a lullaby version ripped off YouTube. <laughs> I am a sleepy American. <laughs> Fight is, 40 wings for every. Is Gerald Briscoe sneaking into Daly's place? Hanging around the toilets. <laughs> Mr. Khan, sir, any, any, got anything going over how, here? Let's just say, how was your evening, sir? We can't just you in a uh, chubba chub. <laughs> I'm looking for Tony. <laughs> Imagine if he'd smashed it. He'd have been the hardest man in wrestling. He is the hardest man. That, 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 that adamantium mirror. <laughs> uh, I, they, they half, they still half ass the match graphics in this era. It will be another year or two before they finally get match graphics right. Yeah, uh, the one on the left, Big Show's one, is a proper photo, but the Shiva Man one looks like they're just taking it from a screen cap. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, they don't, they didn't get the the huge PNG archive that you'd really need. I am still waiting for, and I know oh. we've talked about this, Math. Um, I'd like to get others' thoughts on it. I want them to bring back the animated match cards from 2003 onwards. Yeah. But before I do that, we'll talk about those. Others, the storyline for this has been tremendous, because oh, I was yeah. in 2000, Big Show was in the main event. And then, like, the night afterwards, he was just being back to being silly buggers. He's dressed up as Shokishi. He's done the Hogan tribute, shown in the Barbarian. And Shane McMahon, who was the guy who was managing and helping out Big Show up until WrestleMania 2000, is now gone, what a bum you are, all this waste of talent. And it's fantastic because that's what a lot of people look at a Big Show at that point in reality. Um, so now they're turning it to storyline, and it's like these storylines that are based, have some jump to truth. Like, yeah, you were headlining WrestleMania. Yeah, you are dressing up as silly characters. Now Big Show wants revenge on Shane. Oh, this bump. This bump. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, yeah, this is last week's SmackDown. The man's like, well, you know, I go rest my head. I'm, I'm Simba, the wild lion. But then, yeah, all, all the uh, the crabbins, Hulk and Skull, come out and uh, wrestle them. But, yeah, then Shane hits him with the big, the big the chair. Simba and slam. then Shane McMahon. Lands the joke slam on <laughs> What a day. What a day. Quality boo housery. <laughs> oh, let's see that doesn't look real. That looks like they cut away to a. They, uh, so they cut back to it and it's a dummy that he's throwing, like in Naked Gun. When he's when he's carrying um he's carrying the woman up the stairs, he's slinging her around left to right. It's blatantly a dummy. So that's why I'm excited for it. Smackdown is such a fantastic show to watch in 2000. It's all these storylines come together. Go away, army men. Why are they zooming in on the roses? It's pretty. Those are freedom roses, you hit me. The freedom roses. Yeah, go back to protesting outside of Nixon's house, you bum. <laughs> Others, you ever played the army men games? Uh, no. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> They've got 900 of them. There's officially more army games men than people to play them. 
That's a, that's a fact, Tom. That's not just a funny line. It's a, it's a, it's a it is 100% ironclad factoid. It's a shame, but man, and Big Show, no DQ. Which way did he go? Which way did he go? Now, Matthew, you... I you, Shane now. I'd kick, I'd kick over those pyro things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't get any pyro big shows. You, um, you didn't realise which way did he go was from a thing, did you? You just thought it was a... You thought it was a shame, but man, IP. Well, that's the wonder of, of going on YouTube now. You type in which way did he go, and you get two dogs from, um... Uh... Not Looney Tunes, one before that. Uh, anyway, some animated dog go, which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? I'm like, oh, that's what that's from. It took me 20 years to uh, do a company now. I think it took me 20 years to find that out. Cheers. Oh, I'm still doing a progression era picture. <laughs> the Snoop Dogg music, innit? I don't know, they only get as far as... <laughs> Wait, hang on, how come Jay McMahon has got a more up-to-date T-shirt than Big Show? Because <laughs> this is look number 402 for the Big Show. Oh, yeah, they can't keep up. Oh, my. actually, this is another look. This is 403. He's growing in sideburns. Is he heel or face, George? Is he heel or face? <laughs> I was just going to say, um, does he turn heel before Whoa. he gets the ring? I think he's, he's, he turned twice on the way here, so therefore he's balanced <laughs> out. He's back to where he started. Just spinning around like... Like Beyblade. <laughs> that is the first and last time Big Show will be compared to a Beyblade. <laughs> I mean, it's fair to say that obviously Shane got his position due to his uh, heritage. But How dare you? He's grafted. <laughs> others, others, you can't keep on having these hot takes on this podcast. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's fair play to him. He, do, he you know, he takes a fair beating in every single match that he's in that's true he does actually like every time we see him he's flying around the ring like I think it's almost as if he's trying to get his father's love <laughs> <laughs> didn't work though sad for you did you see the video others of uh, Vince McMahon jumping off the balcony at the performance centre oh showing Gronk how it's done yeah <laughs> that's amazing like it's 70 odd I kind of feel like he just jumped up and he went see it's fine I feel like he went backstage and just cried a little bit <laughs> when nobody was watching <laughs> I mean fair play to him I want to be like in my 70s and jumping off balconies <laughs> there's, there's, there's only two sets of people who will be in their 70s jumping off balconies and that is Vince McMahon and some former ECW stars <laughs> oof Terry Funk. <laughs> that's, Sabu. It. that's it, Funk Sabu. <laughs> Sabu will we'll go through a table for a fiver. <laughs> or a Sani, whichever's cheaper. Anyway, you are right. During this period, Shimmer Man, when he would make his uh, once every six months match, he would give it his everything. Steal the show. We have SummerSlam coming up later on this year him and the little wrestler called Steve Blackman oh. yes I was just going to say I loved his feud with Steve Blackman mm. oh, talking of lethal weapons boss man <laughs> boss <laughs> men army at war <laughs> no bull though where's bulls he got covid <laughs> <laughs> why would you agree to a no disqualifications match with a McMahon because you just yeah. want to get your hands on him when you've got no friends. 
He probably. I think Big oh, Show just. Oh, bounce up. Boss man did. That's like Kyle O'Reilly bounce off the bomb rope. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Boss man Les Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> they often brought up in the same conversation. Kyle O'Reilly, big boss man. Oh, that's a that's a beefy power bomb that is. Now I think to answer your question, um, others about the DQ match. I think Big Show looked at Shane's mates, Boss Man, Buchanan. Oh, it's Tess. our favourite recurring joke. <laughs> and he just went, I can have all of them. I'll be all right. <laughs> oh well, Test, you earned your money, pal. Well done. Test yeah, who. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally signed Ronaldo Ronaldo <laughs> World Cup or whatever the hell it was <laughs> no that's 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 a lie because Tess would never own a Playstation it's a cartridge man through and through he's like Steph why is everyone playing Gran Turismo whoa, whoa, and not Penny Racers oh my Jesus Mate. that's a bumper nine tenths from Trish it bed bubbles appeared. She, she landed that hard. It made bubbles come out. Did you see the bubbles appearing on the screen then? <laughs> yeah, thanks thanks for throwing our newest signee backwards over the top. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember why we sent you the OVW to focus on your quote-unquote timing. <laughs> thanks for the effort, Big Show. I mean, she's fine, though. Oh, as you do it again. Oh! Oh! He's <laughs> <laughs> Shano flat. <laughs> Shano splat. Oh, that's better. <laughs> See, Big Show is the reason why we don't have personalised sets anymore. He just keeps destroying them. Yeah. It'll be the same set for every show. One-man wrecking crew. <laughs> that looks genuinely heavy. Good acting, that is. <laughs> Good acting. If it shows selling, it's like, no, he's knackered. <laughs> oh! Oh, fall over. <laughs> oh, here he is. Big Show trying to look heavier than Test. That's it. I, think, I just think Test is mega We're strong. <laughs> Test just hoided up. Test beating up the guy who took away his opportunity to be WWF champion in November last year. Fine opportunity. Pictures like, who are you again? <laughs> that was, um, others, that was a theory back in November. Remember the night the big show won the WWF title at Survivor Series? Mm. The, there was one of the, there was, there was two other rumoured names for that match. One of them was Kane to win the title and the other was Test. As a as a wedding present from Vince McMahon to become the WWF champion, and it never panned out. We nearly had tested this champion. Only the champ can have sex with my daughter. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, except people went, you know, Tess isn't that good, right? <laughs> yeah, and then we watched Test wrestle, and we're like, yeah, you know what? I still believe, as much as he's the butt of our jokes, I still believe worse people have done more. Like, That's not a convincing argument, it, though, is it? It really like, isn't. Yeah, but this guy sucked. <laughs> oh, wow, that cinder block just broke really easily that he dropped. That, that, was, so, that, that was well worth the money. I hope they're not all like that. Some, some, tra some guy backstage spent all bloody afternoon making that, and the family didn't even get it. Never worked with a bloody company again. Oh, is Shane going to fall off something tall? <laughs> He's working against type. 
I wouldn't dare be on all that cable. God, look how dangerous that looks. Not just like, you know, being on that much cable, you can't get your foot in. But you're like, oh, let me just walk to the left and and the signal's dropped the air. Oh, oh, it's not real. Never mind. All right. Okay. Thanks, Shane. Thanks. Oh, Buchanan with that really big show should have come back and gone straight for Buchanan. I think Buchanan's to blame here. Yeah, Buchanan was also scheduled to win the title at Survivor Series 99. Oh, he's got the big cinder block. Here's one Buchanan made earlier. Oh. <laughs> Which Buchanan? Neil Buchanan. His shoulders went down. They're on the pipes. Shane oh, wins that's by manslaughter. <laughs> Here's your winner as a result of death. Oh. Well, that served its purpose again, but... Yeah, I thought this is going to be the one where he dove off something. Oh, Dr. Hey! Tom! Dr. Tom. A wild Tom Pritchard appears. As oh, Rene and, Goulet. And Korea? Oh, Korea, so not Rene Goulet. My apologies to Rene Goulet for Wurzel. No, do you have a forever Canadian Gosh, Frenchman? And look of course, at this. Sergeant Laughter. <laughs> the entire Madison Square Garden 88 Christmas show helping Big Show to his feet. <laughs> 78, rather. <laughs> Oh, I just don't know what we... Oh, yeah. he's sad. Uh, there you go, the jobs, because Bruno described them as a quote-unquote good hand. <laughs> <laughs> what a slaughter he just went into business for himself and attacked Tony Correa, and the feud is reignited. I mean, it would have been fine if they all gave him, like, a Legends run against, like, Briscoe. Yeah! Oh, do you know what? That'd have been great if Gerald Briscoe was calling out Legends to fight for the hardcore title. And you'd have oh, this Correa running out there and slaughter... <laughs> That would be beautiful. Uh, others, what did you think of this match we just witnessed? Uh, it, it had a cast of thousands, didn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, got the business done, I suppose, and uh, heels over strong. Very strong. And Big Show, we will not now see until January? Is that him done for the year? I think it is. What? Is it? I believe oh, that's... Is that why this... Oh, well, we have to find out in the next exciting episode of the SmackDown, called the Holly Classic SmackDown. Well, Big Classic. Show, I know, had some nagging injuries, so this was taking him off for a while, and I think he was going to try and get back into shape. So we won't. We will see you at the Royal Rumble, Paul. Oh, God, he is in shape, Tom. Look at him. <laughs> there Round. It, he's in a shape. <laughs> I mean, let's go easy on the guy. He did just get hit. Oh, he's dribbling. Oh, come on. He's dribbling mayo. He's... <laughs> Covered in cream. Ragu all over this poor ambulance. <laughs> ectoplasm. He's going to ask them, look, can you can you put ambulances through the McDonald's drive-thru? <laughs> can I just point out the slaughter? Patted the ambulance door and said, go. As if they were just going to be sat there yeah. all night otherwise. There, there, ambulance. I'm sorry you have to drag that. <laughs> there, there, the guy, ambulance. The guy bugging the poor medical officials. Do they serve cigarettes at McDonald's? <laughs> Meanwhile, in the Ophiacles office. Oh, how bad is the officials' office? There's three chairs. We know there's more than three officials. And they don't match. And they don't even match. Oh... You got Bulldog with you, others. <laughs> uh, somebody's just knocked at the door, and and the dog's got a little bit ag aggro. Aww. He's like, get away from my house. Yeah, exactly. What sort of dog you got, others? Uh, a very tiny, cute one. <laughs> oh, they're the best ones. Oh, 
Mr. McMahon, the referees are revolting. I know, I can smell them from here. <laughs> I feel bad for the officials. They've just got that crappy little locker room. I think it's the most realistic thing I've seen in a WF show in years. I was just going to say, I'm sure that's the case of a... Bloody hell. Is he all right? <laughs> it's very all right. Let me just adjust my monitor. Because it does appear that Triple when, H has been tangled. Triple when, when H looking like Trump. <laughs> when, you drop, <laughs> when you drop your TV and the contrast is bad on just the one side. <laughs> so I've had this idea, right? I've had this idea about uh, about wrestling in Japan. And Sean goes, hey, you want to buy a promotion out there? And Triple H goes, Noah. Okay, we'll buy Noah. <laughs> It's, say that every it's my one joke. It's my one joke after there was rumours that WWE were going to buy Pro Wrestling Noah. And it was because somebody rang Triple H. They said, hey, Triple H, do you want us to invest in Japan? And Triple H said, Noah. Okay, we'll buy Noah. <laughs> That's a fantastic shot of Chris Jericho from 1996. <laughs> God. He's and, about to go one on one redacted. Let's <laughs> go on number one with Chris Bitmap. Yeah, less said. Less said. And yeah. we are currently at 0, 0.53 and 15, 16, 17 seconds on the WWE Network, if you're watching with us. Uh, we are at the bit, which is labelled, Chris Jericho competes in a submission match. <laughs> and nothing else. What was your uh, favourite version of the Intercontinental title? Ooh, solid question. Math, you go first. Probably this version, to be honest. I think I had the most prestige around this period when it felt like the stepping stone to the main event scene. As you see Jericho and his friends redacted on the way up. What about you, Tom? I like, um, I like, I like the white one with the belt in the middle. I like the one it's white on the strap. Oh, did you know that story, by the way, speaking of icy belts? <laughs> the Ultimate Warrior, he had the baby blue one. Oh, I like that one, actually. I like that one. Yeah, a lot of people like that one. Apparently, Ultimate Warrior, in a breathtaking display of poo housery, sold five different versions of a blue icy title, <laughs> claiming them all to be, obviously to different people, he's not that stupid, uh, claiming them all to be the title that he had. <laughs> and there was only one version of it. So five different versions of that. Was he just a bit ecumenical with the truth and just said, this is the title that I held? And by picking them all up and holding them, he could say that about all of them. This is definitely the title that I held. Jesus yes. Christ. Oh, there's Bob with a oh, chair. This is funny to age well, hasn't it? <laughs> I can't believe Hardcore Hollywood beating up that, that rookie, that up-and-comer Benoit like that. Shocking. If that's not on the network. Oh, oh yeah, also Chris Benoit. Um, <laughs> it's as good as the story that Pete Rose, uh, when he was realising he was about to hit the record number of uh, strikes or whatever. I don't know, baseball. Tombstones at WrestleMania. Story. Yeah, yeah, when he kept on, yeah, when he pinned a bunch of people at WrestleMania baseball. Um, <laughs> that he would wear as many shirts as he physically could while still playing baseball. So then when he did hit the record, he could sell all those T-shirts and autograph them as the shirt he wore when he broke the record. Wow. And he was technically true. 
Skullduggery. I love it. Yeah. So his arms must have been up by his side like a T-pose by that point. <laughs> he wearing six or some shirts. I'm picturing him looking like Joey from Friends wearing all of Chandler's yes. clothes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, some good Brits there. Judgment within E. <laughs> That's it. Why does America drop the E in Judgment? Because they're wrong. Yeah, that's normally the answer. Also, others, I'm very, being very rude here. What was your favourite version of the icy title? Uh, I'd probably go with the uh, the white one as well. Yeah. Traditionalist. It's a great one, isn't it? It's a lovely belt, that I'm, is. I'm not over keen on the new one, but what I will say for the new one is at least it's not a big WWE logo with a different coloured strap. So yeah. it's got that going for it, I suppose. See, but I associate the white belt with, like, the early 90s, I believe. That's when it was white. So it's, like, you put Perfect. Yeah. Kerry Von Eric. Back to Perfect, because Kerry was about to die. Um, yeah, I don't think it's the best period. I think Cody Rhodes brought it back as well, didn't he? I was about That's to say, right. yeah, it is it. Cody that brought that version back. He ditched the that the one that, that name redacted is wearing now and uh, swapped it out for the old one and we loved it ever since so thank you Cody for that and thank you for that great promo you did the other week building up to the dog collar match I thought that was excellent <laughs> my answer is no <laughs> as, yeah. as in no I don't want a dog collar match yeah. that would have been no amazing worries, mate. <laughs> As in, no bother, pal. <laughs> no bother, pal. <laughs> oh. See, that's it. They bu they've burned that for when Pat comes back. He can't go, my answer is no. As in, no bother, pal. <laughs> we'll have a match. Mm. My answer is knee. As in, knee bosh. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what your answer is, Pac. <laughs> oh, I when I say knee, you says bosh. <laughs> Nay, nee. what are you saying? Nay. Nee. <laughs> what? Nay. <Nee. laughs> <laughs> I said, Nay, nee, boss, I'm Gan Rods. You're not helping. <laughs> Gan Rods. Gan, Gan Rods. You say he's got a Gan Rods. I don't know what that means. Blue Chew. They did miss the opportunity to do with like, the Indian jewelry wrestler, Gan Rods. I'm going to have to write that one down. There's still time, mate. There's still time. When Jinder Mahal gets booted from WWE and signs with AEW, Ganraj is coming. <laughs> Jinder Mahal pack tag team. <laughs> Ganraj. Ganraj, yes. Ganraj. Amazing. Amazing. A lot of WCW lads on this uh, pay-per-view, isn't there? Yeah. It certainly is, uh, as we call them at this point, the undercard. <laughs> <laughs> know your place you are beneath our lads and that's why it's a fantastic time to start watching Smackdown because it, Smackdown starts at the arse end of 99 so it's such a bizarre period and fascinating obviously to watch back in a, wait wait what are you doing Benoit what are you doing whoa, whoa, whoa. oh very good smart ass and uh, what yeah what's happening is a weird period where Austin is putting his hands up and go no I really need time off <laughs> I know that you've had me gone in and apparently I didn't realise this he wrestled like a King of the Ring 98 against Kane with a staff infection yeah. um, and he's done stuff like that for the last two years 
And in 99, he's like, no, I'm, I really need time off. And they're like, okay. And then the Undertaker's like, no, I really need time off as well. I've been resting with a torn groin muscle or whatever. <laughs> I can I can barely walk. Even having Big Show do 90% of the match, and I'm stuck on the apron like friggin' Andre the Giant teaming with Haku. Um, it's, no, I need time off. Uh, at that point, yeah, at that point. And then Mankind is like, I need to retire. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, look, we've got these other dudes. And it's like, test? No, he's not going to work. Um, big uh, British Bulldog, not quite the package we thought we were buying. Oh, look at what Ken Shamrock though. Oh, he's left. And it's such a fascinating period as they're able to put all the bets on Triple H, get through this period, and then out of bleeding nowhere, oh, four of WWE's finest wrestlers want to sign to a company at the same time. It's such a crazy, fascinating group. It's, um, we talked about this when the radicals came in, and like, we were a bit like, what are they doing with them? It was so convoluted. Oh, hello, ladies! What? Hello, ladies! (laughs) Yeah, I read ladies. Um, I know, you were all wondering, where's Valboski? Where's Valboski? I'm on Twitter telling everyone COVID's not real. Christ. You want some weed? <laughs> oh, Val. You do a Valdosky accent. Others, no. others can do one. <laughs> What's that? A Val Venus impression. Hello, ladies. <laughs> I want him to talk like that all the time. <laughs> All right, ladies. Hey, hey, Val Venus. Yeah, that's my impression. Of big, hey, Val Venus. You get it because it rhymes with cock. Anyway, <laughs> Big Val Borsk is like butter on a pancake. Hey, we're melting the hot spot. Hey, hey. how was your father? Choppy, choppy, pee <laughs> No, oh, stay done. No one's chopping my pee even though it's massive. Hey, Val I've been at it like a frog on a bike pump. <laughs> I tell thee. <laughs> Said to our last the other night. <laughs> That'd have been a far better Valvius. <laughs> hey, Goldust, I've just started off with your wife. What you gonna do about it? I tell thee. We made a film. Ken Shemrock, how's your sister? <laughs> hey, I know how she is. She's well good in the bed, because I had sex with her. That's right, I did. <laughs> I charmed her with my bedside manner. I made my penis. I've got I've another got a study cake <laughs> and a farmer. And I've got another steaming hot take. Here. Oh, here we go, here we go. Benoit's a good wrestler. Oh, wait, wait, everyone's Tom Tom. Benoit, Benoit's written out of history. Hasn't Chris Jericho got lovely hair? <laughs> oh, hot take. Others, others take sponsored by Lux. <laughs> <laughs> the only shoe strong enough to sustain the momentum of the takes that others brings to the hot team. Others takes. Sponsored by Milk. Milk. <laughs> you need to cool down after these red hot takes. These ain't your dad's takes. These are Earthers' takes. Milk. <laughs> others' hot takes. And... Ways to spot a time traveller are the two things that people will take away (laughs) from this podcast today. Tom's doing the joke. (laughs) The recurring joke sponsored by (laughs) Test. Everyone's favourite recurring joke. 
I've got another way to spot a time traveller. Oh, go on, I'd oh, spot a time traveller. Go uh, on. You're in the arena now watching this match, and you're watching Chris Benoit with a lot of slight trepidation. Oh, yeah, you're quite nervous watching him. Mm. <laughs> if you're watching. Especially when he's doing the old flying headbutt off the top rope. And if, if, they, if you say to the time traveller, you say, or the suspected time traveller, why are you nervous? And he says, oh, I just think it might do some damage long term. Then you know he's a time traveller. Mm. Aren't you scared around Christopher Mine? Because, of course, mate, he's called the Crippler. <laughs> he's not Mr. Gibbs that spends his spare time delivering gifts to lonely children. Ben, why is he? Bloody hell, it's supposed to have a medicine name. Another way to spot a time traveller. <laughs> If you say, if you say, do you want a coffee? And they say, yes, I will download one to my brain now. That's when you know they're a time traveller. <laughs> no, no one listens to... The worst to... recurring bit we've ever come up with. <laughs> the best recurring bits. Alice Hot Takes. Alice Hot a Time Traveller. Come on, Matt, step up. <laughs> It's another hour yet. Time traveller. You say, I love Mario 64, and you go, oh, which console do you prefer it on? The N64, the Nintendo Switch, or the Digitron 5000? <laughs> oh, that's a time traveller, mate. That's a time traveller. Awful. Traveler. Awful. <laughs> I love it at the same time. Because it gives us something to talk about and prattle on about, unlike this match, which is just, they're doing good grappling. It's just good wrestling, And isn't it? the crowd aren't really into it. To be honest with you, because it's just not the right time for this type of match. Do you know another way to spot a time traveller? <laughs> right. Go on, Adam. He's still here. <laughs> when go you on. ask who was your favourite president that was a, a former celebrity, and they go, oh, it's a toss up between Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> and Robot <laughs> and Presatron 9000. Only for hanging. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Sorry, sorry, others. Didn't interrupt your hot take. His heart got Holly watching a TV at an angle. Oh, it's gone now. You can talk again, others. It's a bit weird seeing Holly watching watching a take with his shirt off. And, he goes to see and uh, President Bieber. Oh, nice. Nice. Bieber's, Man, the, the, Bieber's the second run. Pause there. I appreciate that. <laughs> Lots of anticipation. When you ask them about President Bieber, they say, I can't believe he was, uh, he was beaten by... Presatron 9000 again. Patient. <laughs> Definitely a time traveller. <laughs> I can't believe Nintendo Switch beat Justin Bieber <laughs> <laughs> to the presidency. Do you know Where what? Could we, had Don we had the re release of Donkey Kong Tropical Blast. <laughs> Tell us what to do for four years. He's awful. <laughs> did a better job with COVID than Trump did, though. <laughs> Weirdly. <laughs> it's it's Judgment funny. Day, not just on pay per view, but for this podcast. <laughs> it really forward. is. Can I? Can I? I want to find out who, and 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 I know it's a long shot, but in the crowd right now is an amazing rock sign, and I'm sure we've all oh, seen see it, which is a, a cartoon drawing of the rock's face with the tongue like waggling. I'd love to know who made that. I'd love to, to give them all the love in the world, because it's incredible. Why is he allowed to use it? Oh, it's a submission match, isn't it? There's no DQ. Yeah, because he's just talking about Simon Batten with steel steps. Mm. Even though that's not usually illegal. Oh, whatever, I'm just wrestling. <laughs> it's, it's wrestling. It's all, it's all nonsense. 
Yeah. I think this match, unlike the three we had earlier, is it's very... It sounds silly, but wrestling heavy. But the crowd are into it because they give a damn about Jericho. Yeah, they're invested in Jericho. And, and, and Benoit's gimmick is Benoit. he's a good wrestler. So it's actually tension. Benoit being in the company, like we, we've talked about this before, it was just a sort of happy situation where WWF had everything pan, has, had everything mapped out. But then these four guys from WCW became on the market and they went, well, let's just have them and we'll just figure it out afterwards. It's a bit like the time that I bought a piñata from Aldi. In the sense that I didn't quite know what I was going to do with it, but I know that I needed to have it, and I'll figure it out down the road. <laughs> yeah, meal deals are like that in a way. Yeah. That's a nice visual, by the way. Love I remember that, that from the Draft magazine. I'm like, that's so cool. He's using the ropes. And I thought the crowd would react a lot stronger for that spot, to be honest with you, but they're not really... Whatever. The biggest crowd reaction... meal deal, lads. Yeah, I was about to say, that's definitely the question to go around here. Uh, others, why don't you go first? Right, meal deal. Oof, you put me on the spot there. I'm going to be sure. really, really boring and go with a plain ham sandwich for me, uh, me sandwich. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Tango fan. I think it's very underrated in the uh, fizzy pop world. Much oh. superior to Fanta. There's another controversial take for you. Oh, and uh, I'm going to go beef monster munch for me, Chris. Oh. <laughs> and oh, it is a thing to add it. Where do you get your meal deal from? Uh, at the minute, nowhere, because I'm not going out. No. <laughs> he's very much, like, like, he's very much the Lee Mack of the wrestling podcasting world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Thank you, mate. Did that. <laughs> but, like, uh, any preferred place? A Tesco, Sainsbury's? Probably Tesco, because um, if I was out and about, um, there's a Tesco Express near my house. Uh-huh. Math, what about you? I would... So, as you, the action in this really picked up. Wait, is that it? Because I genuinely don't remember how this one oh, ends. Oh, I think wins. this might be the finish, because I seem to remember Jericho had, like, his hair all over his face in the finish. I seem to remember this was the finish. I think he just fades. I don't think he, pa- I don't think he taps. I think he passes. He passes out, rather, I should say. Oh, no. He rises again too close to the ropes. And then puts there him you in go. it. That has to be it then, surely. I think that's it. I think Benoit just... Yeah, sorry, if this is NXT, you know, do that over and over and over again. But I digress. Oh, maybe that's it's not It's not yet. the finish. No. He's got that fighting spirit. I quite like this as a finish, in though. In the 95 uh, Super Jacob. <laughs> I like this as the finish. If this is the finish, where it's just Benoit and he is just relentless with yeah. with locking in the the crossface. Oh, that's a great. Yeah, that is a good look. The hair. I mean, it's not a good look. It's a bad look. But it's... There you go. He's gone. He, he passed out. Ref made the call. Passed out. <laughs> and now he's gone. And I was like, "Can he get off us, pal?" So that's a good finish. Uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, can you get off his boat? Yeah, can you get off his boat? Ben- <laughs> <laughs> can you get off? I think he's unconscious and he's also talking in his sleep. <laughs> get off his pole. But whatever, no. Uh, see jokes aside, no, that one really picked up. Yeah. Because again, the crowd are like, you can see them all looking like to see if anyone's going to interfere. I think puts it off slightly. But no, that, that one really got good. Uh, more and importantly, it, no what did to Benoit, 
Fermo was like, I don't care. I'm the rabid Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think of that, Tom, before we talk about I loved it. I loved the finish. I thought the, the last five, ten minutes, it kind of kicked into high gear. A lot of these are matches, I genuinely believe, if they were presented from NXT in 2020, would be much more lauded than they are in 2000, which is sort of the still the smash and grab era of professional wrestling. So they're sort of lost here. But I think a match like that on an NXT takeover would be would be very well received. I agree. And I love these I love these guys wrestling when I was a young wee person. Uh, I still am a young wee person sadly, but um eventually I'll stop being one. <laughs> That's a deep phrase, man. That's deep. Hi. What about you others? Did you enjoy watching these when you were, you know, doing your BA ons yeah I was a big uh, big Jericho fan still am even though he's a uh, he's uh, obviously now Chris Jericho vid um, hey. yeah uh, I, I thought Benoit was a very good professional wrestler obviously wouldn't take away from what he's done afterwards but uh, yeah it was a decent match I enjoyed it um, I think Jericho was one of the all time greats definitely up there in the conversation for me anyway well said and uh, when we talk about Jerry COVID we have to point out that it was only that 18 to 30 demographic that did get COVID <laughs> sorry um, meal deal now we're talking now we're playing with power who cares about King the Bloody oh no King the Ring 2000 is that next that wasn't a good show was it anyway um Because it, it changed, uh, my meal deal has changed over the years because you can actually kind of get somewhat healthy stuff. And there's times when I just want food I need to consume. I would get one of those pasta pots that you get from Tesco Express. Mm. Or if I'm, if they do do them, the, the duck wraps. Because they're not as good for you, but it's duck. I don't care some days. Uh, that with the veggie crisps um, which I like not everyone does but it's not their meal deal and uh, wow it's such exciting action sorry to talk over you <laughs> and the drink honestly the last few times because again sugar is bad I would do fizzy water but the Roy Brooks side isn't it <laughs> A.K. Mike Gennetti, A.K. The Rock, <laughs> A.K. Whatever you want him for a fiver. That is great, the background. Yeah, the, 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 the silent film acting. Yes, I, I pin him one, two, three. You do that, URF. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's great over-egged acting. Uh, Who are they? Do we know? I don't recognise them. Couple of not, what they are, Tom, is not former hardcore champion. President Johnson. Say, yeah, don't act like you don't know what you did. Don't act. I know what you did. I know about the drama between us. John's like, who's this dude? I should probably nod at some point or I'll look rude. Yep, there we go. <laughs> look at the dancing table. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like the Dudley boys are teaming up with a table. Yeah. The tag team match. And the table. <laughs> the Dudley boys versus DXB team. <laughs> Let's get them, boys. 
It's like it's the Carabao Cup and they're putting out the reserves. <laughs> Again, we need more football references on this podcast. That, that was good, though. That's it. You're keeping us awake. <laughs> did you have WWF aggression, others? Uh, no, can't say I did. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you were slightly too old for it at that point. You're too busy getting your, your Shaman CDs and uh, out of the land. No, um, back back when I was at uni, I was a big, big punk guy. Oh, okay. So around this time, what would you be listening to? Still old stuff like the Ramones and the Clash. Oh, yeah. I was, oh, right. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not going to be any current things in 2000. Misfits. Oh. Even though they went a bit more uh, horror metal in yeah. the... Uh, Late 90s, early 2000s. Certainly good. You know what, Tom? Yes, mate. You can let the world know what you eat from meal deal. Okay, while okay. I, right. While I go to the toilet quickly and no one notices. You do that. We haven't noticed you going to the toilet. Okay, so <laughs> the uh, the bread-based option, I'm going to go for a duck wrap. I like a duck wrap. Bit of hoisin in it. Chef's kiss. Beautiful work. For the drink... Now... I'm quite partial. You don't see them very often anymore, but if I could find a, a vanilla Coke, I like a vanilla Coke. It's got a nice little flavour to it that not many people truly appreciate. Uh, for the crisps, I was going to say Monster Munch, but you've cornered the Monster Munch market, others. So I'm going to go for you. Know those little tubs of Pringles? I want one of them. I want a little mini... What flavour? <sighs> Probably. I'm probably going to just ruin my breath for the rest of the day and go cheese and onion. Like the ch- the cheddar cheese the cheese ones. I think they're, 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 I'm a big uh, Texas barbecue. Oh, I didn't even oh. think of Texas barbecue. Oh, I'm gonna change my mind. I want Texas barbecue. Good shout. I want Texas barbecue. And what I might do, and what I might do, because I'm a little bit of a rebel, I might break some of the Pringles up and feed them inside the wrap, and have like a crisp wrap as well. Outrageous. I know, right? Like some people, oh. I just want to watch the world burn. Oh, great picks there, Tom. I haven't just returned. <laughs> that was amazingly timed. I'm just glad you didn't say Rubicon. No, God, nobody wants Rubicon. What monsters say Rubicon? Always makes me gutted. You know when you ring a local takeaway and um, you ask for, for a can of Coke or a can of Fanta or something like that? Turns up and you get bloody Rubicon. Just It just puts a damper <laughs> on the whole takeaway. I had that with uh, the Palmer I had last Monday. Um, I'm still feeling it a week later. The, it wasn't the Rubicon in the can, it was the Rubicon in the bottle. Which I guess if they like change the design and make it see-through, it's like, oh, it's slightly healthier. It's like it's Rubicon. I mean it with a Palmo. I'm having potato wedges with it. I'm not here for my BMI index. Oh, good. I like these tag team tail matches with tags. Because what if you get DQ'd? It's who are the faces and heel in this dynamic? Uh, the Dudleys are the good guys who occasionally put innocent women through tables. As you do. Uh, New Age Outlaw... Sorry, I should say that again. The Road Dog is a good guy, even though he's a bad guy. Ekpok is a bad guy and gets treated like he's a really bad guy. <laughs> and is it just me, or does Devon have a giant gash on the back of his head? Ooh, he does. He's, I think he's always been pretty banged up around the heed department. Ah. Uh, I don't have to stare at Devon Dudley's head. Um, he doesn't like it. <laughs> he gets very upset when you do. 
Yeah, he thinks he does protest too much, and he's like... The educated feats of Sean Walton. That's right. One of them went to Northumbria Uni, the other one went to Newcastle. <laughs> Not in 2020, obviously. Should point that out. Oh, that was good. You saw that, Tom, right? Oh, oh, well, seven hundred cases. Well, we we had um, we were yeah, BBC Newcastle were talking about it on Saturday morning, just gone, and uh, there was a that was an awful, awful thing that's happening there. Are you guys under like a local lockdown then? Yeah, we certainly, are. we certainly, certainly are. Like, I'm the lethal lockdown, if you will. <laughs> we, had, um, we had the lockdown last, sorry, two weeks ago, and they were like, right, here's some restrictions, and then numbers still kept on going up. So they had to do with that to go. No, all right, lads, it's, it's a serious lockdown now. <laughs> you numpties, like, did you not hear us the first time? We're actually being serious, and now people are like, oh, all right, it must be serious. You've ruined it for yourselves. Oh, that scar. <laughs> Not noticed that before. Bloody hell! It's a big old beefy Sorry. scar. That is. We're only on um, orange alert in South Yorkshire at the minute. Oh, the Triple H alert. <laughs> yeah, Trump. <laughs> so, what can you do if you were like, if I rang you up and said, "Hey, others, do you want to go out for uh, some Rubicons?" Two, I'm actually shielding at the minute, so I won't go out. But I think technically I could go out. Um. I think it's just the usual group of six thing. Oh, we, we cannot do that. We yeah, can't we can, I think we at the minute we can still do that. But um, I think we're on the watch list because numbers are like pretty perilous so wouldn't surprise me if this time next week parts of South Yorkshire are on a full lockdown like up in the northeast. yeah let's put a line where they said the words northeast lockdown just scratch out where it says east it's just look all your north of Manchester or thereabouts <laughs> it's like north of Leeds then so it's going to be north of Devon anyway I just think I just yeah, it's part of me that just goes there's part of me just goes why can't they just this, it sounds awful it's like if a full fat lockdown is going to get us there quicker than a semi skimmed lockdown, lockdown let's just let's just crack on with that shall we yeah absolutely I'd be up for spending another two months inside just shut the borders nobody in nobody out let's just get rid of it because yeah. I'm getting pretty bored now there's only so many films I can watch on Netflix and Amazon Prime <laughs> it's like what do you think of Netflix completed it mate yeah you know I unsubscribed to Netflix because I literally watched everything I want to watch <laughs> and I'm on Amazon Prime and realising there's so many bloody things on there that they don't advertise very well Prime. Uh, the half the fun is looking for something going that's on here bloody hell yeah. alright I've, uh, I've actually subscribed to Shudder because I'm a big horror film fan oh ok and, I've heard uh, of Shudder there's, there's a few interesting horrors on there that range from the uh, absolute sublime to the, the ridiculous awesome man um, I watched speaking of horror films and stuff I watched uh, some Dario Argento because I did a sensory deprivation tank on the weekend uh, as you do very normal, you get a big tank that's full of salt and saline solutions so you float and you do that without uh, 
there being any light, so it's pitch black. And you do that uh, with earplugs in. So the idea is you have no uh, external simulation, or stimulation, I should say. And some people go in there and they trip balls. Uh, I went there and had a lovely, relaxing hour of nothing. Uh, so that was nice. So all I could do afterwards, though, sadly, because I did this during the morning, was sit on my ass back home because it was that chill and just watch Dario Argento on Amazon Prime. So I watched Suspiria. I watched Opera. And then I watched the Guy Ritchie film, The Gentleman. That's all right. That's a good film, that. It was exactly it. what I wanted to watch at that point. A, a Definitely a uh, very average, very simple, that man said the C word type film that I could cope with at that point. Fantastic um, performance by Hugh Grant. I liked him and the lad from Newcastle, who appears to be trying to do his uh, farm foods, Tom Hardy. Thing at the, moment. <laughs> the lad that was in um, Sons of Anarchy. Absolutely. A fairly convincing Cockney gangster type. I say that because whenever I go down to London, others, and you'll probably agree with this, when you go down to shows like Progress, uh, a wrestling company that used to exist, um, it takes me a few like minutes or maybe an hour to get used to hearing everyone talk like Bob Hoskins. <laughs> so now I appreciate how they feel when they come up north. Yeah. Baba, prop this. All right. Put, this, put up these Chad Gables in the corner, would you? <laughs> Chad Gables. <laughs> Love a dark X-Pop. On the, um, on the... Oh, right into the apples and pears. <laughs> oh. Get the right on them like, steel hey, apples. Does... The referee's like, hey, break it up. Oh, referee, all it is with you is rabbit, 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 rabbit. <laughs> oh, Billy Old, how's your father for Devon? <laughs> Always uh, in a bad way. <laughs> I don't know any Cockney. <laughs> I, I made up a Cockney term in the news video this morning where I described onanism as a quick money in the bank. <laughs> oh, I just got that. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took a few seconds, actually. <laughs> Pretty disappointing. But no, I like that, Tom. Read that one though. <laughs> Thank you, mate. <laughs> Bit of how's your father? Devon, get the chads. <laughs> the Cockney Wrestling Alliance. I'd like to see that when we uh, return to wrestling. CWA. <laughs> Back and grimier than ever. <laughs> How is this going to work? Please hit this. No, but, 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 let him hit it. He's already eliminated. <laughs> that would have been amazing. He made himself look a right James Blunt. <laughs> Bribe <laughs> him, bribe him, give him a monkey. Give him two monkeys and a hair. Oh, the oh you silly boy. That's a big, nice, that's a lovely big power bomb. A beefy old power bomb, that one. Right on his tactless jack. He's <laughs> back. Don't think anything else, sorry. Harder than it looks. <laughs> it's harder than it looks, love. We. This pay per view's you by GDA 2, the one in London. Oh, hello. 
That's uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no referee to call the table shot. They can just pretend they put someone on the table. Oh, here he comes. Here comes the pain. <laughs> this is a right royal bag of monkeys. This. <laughs> I wouldn't pay a pelican to watch this. Oh, here he comes. Is Gerald El Frisco. <laughs> oh, he's a nice lad. He never hurt his friends. <laughs> Good Gerald Briscoe looks like a right plum. <laughs> getting... getting <laughs> right plum. I don't know. <laughs> you know what we need now to sort this mess out? What? Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, hippity hoppity, we're in a property. Lest we forget. This is just a weird oh, time in wrestling. God, it's an odd, uncomfortable time in wrestling where Bubba Ray is one of the top baby faces because he attacks women. Yeah, and I guess it was supposed to be a bad thing and it just kind of segued into people going, wow, you know, that's a really cool visual. So this make the women, you know, she bitches, and it's like, it's okay. She's part of DX, lads. Say it with me. Three, two, one. The PTC did nothing wrong. Oh, wait, no, it's Joe Briscoe. Oh, thank God for Briscoe, the top baby face in the company. Super suck it! Oh, that's nice. They put him through a table, Mr. Referee, man. Oh, there it is. Well done to the beast that is Gerald Briscoe for, for being the moral the moral obligation in this fight. Why are they booing him? He's a hero. He's there, yeah, he, saves, he saved a woman from an attack. He should be beloved. She had it coming. She had it coming. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, it came crashing down and it hurt inside. <laughs> I tell you, where, where's where's Mike Graham when you need him? Oh, here he is. Hello, Mike. He goes, what do you think of that match? They broke 6,000 tables and didn't throw a, a dime. dime. Yeah. Well done, Mike. <laughs> Let that be your the, 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 the most entertaining, <laughs> least depressing thing of your career. <laughs> I think for the first time in about 20 years, Gerald Briscoe was about to get wood. <laughs> I'll have you know I had wood back in 1994. <laughs> it was a very good year. <laughs> Just need JR to chime in with a blue chew advert now. <laughs> Wait till Briscoe gets his podcast with Conrad. He'll do all the blue chew plugs And then. see the Dudleys erect the table. You know what else can get a wreck, lads? <laughs> That's right, Dylan's construction. They've all got massive wangers, thanks to Blue Chew. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Steven Seagull. Steven you know what? I hate him as well. Just the effing adverts I have to listen to every time I want to hear about Fall Brawl 94. But mate, just get adfreeshows.com and you don't get the adverts. You just get straight to Joe Briscoe talking. No, I don't. It turns out I don't hate Steven Singer as that much. You just you just get straight to Eric Bischoff talking about a lovely cut of steak that he had, and Jr. talking about his sex life. You know, you just get all the good stuff. You know what? I didn't realize until now the adverts for the best bits. <laughs> I could murder an steak. Omaha steak right now. <laughs> 
You should listen to Gerald Briscoe Fever. <laughs> Podcast that is guaranteed to give you COVID. <laughs> Oh, is this an advert oh. for The Undertaker? Spooky boy. They haven't said it's at this point. advert for the pay-per-view we're watching. <laughs> That's odd. Ooh. I wonder why they're doing that, Tom and others. I, no idea. As a, this is a, They're opening a new school in the area, and this is promoting the, uh, <laughs> the education program. Mm. Never step outside this bed. Oh, my God. I like a good promo that teases a return. And and it's being played just before the last match of the night, lads. Short hmm. night for us. Oh, it's an Iron Man match. It's another hour, yeah. <laughs> hey, at least there's going to be a result to this one, unlike the one on the next tier a few weeks ago. Oh, hey. yeah, that's true. That was a shame. I loved that match until the finish. I... I didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was going to be because I don't like NXT that much nowadays. Uh, what could, what could NXT do as a product to get you back, Matt? Uh, variety. Mm. And stop having every effing singles match have the exact same structure. Yep. I don't ask for much. As I said <laughs> in my little Facebook review, look, I love Meatloaf, but if I went and saw Meatloaf and he played Bad Out of Hell three times I even I would draw the line at it um, to which someone replied what are you trying to tell me that two out of three ain't bad <laughs> hey, hey you got some funny friends yeah I wish it rub off on me <laughs> anyway so yeah anyway, there's this thrilling amazing storyline which it turns out was enough to sustain WF during this awkward no Austin or Undertaker or Bulldog period they've been going through on a on a uh, uh, a note regarding the, your meatloaf analogy. You know when Chesney Hawks does a gig? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> He's been I known to do the one and only about three times. Uh, apparently Europe do that with a final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> it's good when you see a band know that. Like, I oh, know, we're here for that one song. Uh, when I saw Soil play at the, the O2 Academy a few years ago, they were like, all right, cool, we're, we're, we're going to play Halo, obviously. <laughs> you know, um, what else are we going to do? Um, but at that point, he must have they must have played it about eight million times, and so they got in the crowd, and the guy was like, <laughs> "Didn't make any effort to sing it." They stuck the microphone for the fa- like audience faces like you sing it, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, great!" You know, I was doing you, doing you, and he's like, "Yeah, I know, I know." <laughs> I always thought if Pastor William Eva turned heel, that would have made a great theme tune for him. Yeah. I hope he gets the help he needs. Anyway, let's give this a happy podcast. Hey, look, The Rock. So right now, the builder that he's being Triple H is trying to prove himself that he is really good at wrestling, that he is the cerebral assassin. So even though every other match has had DX and a million run-ins, this is the time Triple H's like, no, 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 I need to prove that I can do it by myself. He's changed it so that count outs and DQs count as falls, which I didn't realize was a thing until he did it. So thanks, Triple H. And it's an interesting spin on it. But at the same time, it does make sense because Triple H has just lost the title to The Rock. And there's no sense just going, all right, Triple H, down the card with you. The Rock's going to have this white-hot feud with them. Who's not doing nothing? Um, Hardcore Holly. So, So I don't mind it as much. What do you think, Tom? I love it. I love this main event, and and I'm excited to relive it. Like, 
they're, like, they're doing what they can with the situation they've got, i.e. big stars are away. So they're just sticking Rock and Triple H at the top and everything else is building around it. I love it. You know, it's on this period where I actually enjoy hearing him go, you know what? What? I am the game. And he's like, yeah, here's the game. It really was in this period. He was. I loved it. Oh, good old Howard Finkel. At this point, they've had to do video packages reminding people who the hell HBK was. Interesting facts. Shawn Michaels blocked me on Twitter. Why? He was doing a Q&A. And me being a, a, a bit of a scamp... I asked if he ever found his smile, and uh, if not, had he tried checking under the sofa? Because uh, <laughs> when I lose things, it, it usually ends up being there. I quite like that. For that. Yeah. That doesn't sound like the sexy boy that I know and love. <laughs> He's just a thin-skinned boy. Thin-skinned boy. Thin-haired thin head boy. No head boy. <laughs> the skin oh, well, he, he... I better not talk to him at all but he <laughs> on what do you think of NXT <laughs> oh god what a camera shot <laughs> I'm happy to be here folks yeah we can see <laughs> bloody hell get the dial uploaded others Blend, it's blend. He's very orange. He's quite tanned today, isn't he? You know who else was orange and would win titles and matches the in the paper? Oh, <laughs> Go on, <laughs> I don't actually. Just be Hulk Hogan, but I realise it's just really crap. Sort of <laughs> it's a bit on the nose, but that's all right. Some of the best gags are. On the nose, like it, Tom. Hey, I didn't even mean it like that, but that came across quite well. <laughs> Human anteater himself. <laughs> the man that will one day be the face of the company. <laughs> oh, it's not the eyes, it's not the ears, it's not the mouth. But... <laughs> the trousers of the company.
Well, I'm pumped for the main event. Like this is. I, I, am, I, I, I remember being really excited can't about remember this. It. <laughs> you can't remember it. No, I've, I've no idea who wins or loses. I genuinely can't remember it. Vince looking beefy there. Beefy Vince. Oh, this is in a few weeks after the oh, the promo. It is about two weeks after life sucks and then you die. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that whole promo in full? Here's a big problem. Oh, big problem with Triple H, right? Sorry, I, I was I was engrossed. I wanted to oh, see sorry, what Triple H had to say. I, I do apologise. Uh, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. Sitting ringside, watching me destroy the Rock for 60 minutes. But I'll tell you what, I'm gonna make history tonight on a whole lot of levels, and I'm gonna do it myself. This is between me. What a man. <laughs> He's a Boo. great man. Boo, you manly man. He's a man. This is the, this is a big issue with Triple H at this point is that he's meant to be this just evil ne'er do well of a heel, but he's so adamant. I'm like, I want to prove that I'm the best. But like, it was him that pitched the Iron Man match. It was him that pitched if it's a draw, the draw then Rock wins. Like, I want a bit more heelishnessnessnessnessness from a Triple H. Also, I think could you make the argument? I think I'm so, trying to get a bit the Bruce Pritchard or Eric Bischoff bug here, but uh, thinking about things on a different level. If you're going to have an hour-long match with Triple H, isn't is it the expected thing to have the McMahon or Helmsleys come out at the very end and cost me a title? Because that's all we've seen for about six months. So it's going to be a bitch for an hour trying to do that without the sword of Damascus hanging above <laughs> this bloody match. So I think that's another reason. Because you know, an hour-long match, you've got to do a lot of stuff. And you can't be like, well, none of it matters until the, the McMahon-Helmsley regime come out, right? So instead, this way, they get the crowd invested in what they're doing for an hour, which is a hell of a task. I was already invested, though, is the thing. Well, I mean, so when I say invest, I mean, it's just in terms of, like, paying attention, I guess. I mean, and that was a long time. I mean, I believe you take uh, 1,300 blinks. Um, if you drink coffee, then you take three dozen poos. <laughs> you know, there's all these other things that we, we were told in this famous video package. <laughs> you take 300 poos. Jeez, in, in, in an hour. That's ridiculous. It's normal, right? 240,000 uh, Kevin Dunn edits. <laughs> If you give Skull, it's 300 gifts for one match. <laughs> Gosh, if you were gifting this match, you'd have a busy night. There he is. There's your boy. Oh. Big fan don't of the rock at this point. I don't know whether I've emphasised that enough. Don't listen to them, Dwayne. As far as I'm concerned, that's the people's ass. <laughs> President Johnson... 
Yeah, that's how you spot a time traveller. <laughs> if you say, who's your favourite president? And they say, President Johnson, but his third run, that's when you know it's a time traveller. Say, not Lyndon, then. <laughs> no, he beat Lyndon. Oh, yes, there was another president earlier that had the same surname. What a coinkidink. <laughs> Lyndon Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you're about Lyndon Johnson. He didn't have an iron paradise, did he? Where he worked out at 4 a.m. every morning. Yeah, he didn't have two films with the name "Welcome to the Jungle" in them. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't leave his first job with seven dollars in his pocket. <laughs> Fans look up for it. They need to conserve that energy. <laughs> Oh, my God, there's been 5,952 fall. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you must have nodded off, mate. This has been a wild match. God. I can't stop looking at that sign. Is that going to be the screen cap for this? I think it might be. <laughs> Maybe. See, so here we go. One flipping hour. And it's on this hour note that I need to go and get a, uh, something to wet my whistle. So as these two have a little tender kiss in the middle of the ring. <laughs> you can't go nose to nose with me, Rock. <laughs> Bulls. Be right back in a sec. There you go. Yeah, All Triple right, H was still in the locker room. <laughs> nah. Oh, Gladiators. Number one in the box office. I think when Conrad Thompson says about uh, Iron Man matches, he does say, like, well, he doesn't like them because all you need to do is watch, like, the last three minutes. Mm. That's when he builds up to that. And I have to agree. I think the idea that Iron Man matches are, like, the ultimate definitive mega match. I'm like, says who? Wrestlers with very impressive cardio say that. But, like... Most, most fans, no, I, I don't know many fans who were like, oh, you know what, I love it when they go an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, if, I, if I was a heel in a Iron Man match, just early doors, I'd just absolutely knock them out with a steel chair, take the, uh, take the DQ and then just cover them for a few minutes, get two or three falls in a row. Mm. Right, I'm back in the room. Oh my god, beverage. thank you. What did I miss? Oh, what have you got? What favourite Rubicon have you had drinking? <laughs> how did you know it was Rubicon? Um, do you know what? This is, this is how lockdown has, has really started to, to hit deep. Went to the supermarket. <laughs> we normally have we normally have summer fruits uh, juice to have in the house, which we have like a big bottle of it. And as I was walking down, I went to pick it up and I went, ooh, they've got lemon and they've got... Um, uh, tropical flavors. All I might do is I might get some other ones, get a smaller summer fruits, and then get some other flavors. And as I was contemplating this and thinking, like, oh, that's nice, mix it up a bit, I realized how tragic that truly was. That that was something that was genuinely <laughs> a thought provoking moment in my day. I was like, oh, I'm getting different flavored juices to have in the house. <laughs> sad, isn't it? It's sad. It just make you appreciate it. Uh, I've told people. When I've gone to Morrison's or Little, because there's 
you know, six and two threes, which one I go to in Benwell. <laughs> I make the journey worth it by going down and browsing every single aisle. Nice. Because I know it's going to be the highlight of the not the highlight of the day, but it's going to be. <laughs> oh, the, the God, no, the no, 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 no! Hold on, folks. Hold on, folks. Raw isn't that bad, um, but like, this is it. This is the journey. This is baby's day out. <laughs> what about you others are you, are you able to go by anywhere that's near you for a browse to break up the not me of your wall I have literally not left my house since March 13th oh you've not even been outside the house no I've, I've been in my back garden right I've, I've been as far as the, the end of the drive to take the bins out that's about it see Things like that make me appreciate the fact that like, I can go to Morrison's. To be honest, though, it's not like I'm missing much. There's no football. There's no wrestling. Cinema's now been, you know. Aye. That's how you know you're a time traveller if you're still going to cinema. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you say, if you, you know they're a time traveller, when you say, I can't believe the cinemas have closed. He says, yeah, I know. I was really excited to go and watch Rocky 32. That's when you know they're a time traveller. I was buzzing for Friday the 13th, part 24. Oh, is it again? Time traveller. Blatant time traveller. But, yeah, um, I've just been... You know, I've, I'll be honest, I've been eating a lot of food. I've I've discovered new favourite foods. I'm a big a big chicken goujon sandwich fan. Uh, <laughs> nice. And uh, orange chocolate. I love orange chocolate. I love an orange Kit Kat. Orange twirls, they're the daddy, and uh, the new Cadbury's orange buttons, they're quite nice. So yeah, just sorry to interrupt you. Uh, come dog. <laughs> oh what? Sign the background. Because of retribution. retribution. Sorry, just what? Time to, that now was the time to walk past the hard camera with a big come dog shirt. Uh, shirt <laughs> sign. Well, we have to say something that's happening in the match. I mean, it's about been about 10 minutes, and so far we've had the death of civilization in Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about all the main things. I don't... Oh, I think I'll eat orange chocolate if, you know, someone gets me a big bag of it, and I'm like, well, <laughs> waste not, want not. But I've never bought it myself. Um, I'm just counting it towards part of my five a day. Oh... Oh, you. It works. It counts. It definitely counts. This is a slow Michael start. Michael Shorts are obscenely short. <laughs> I think he designed uh, yes. them that way. Like, uh, Did he put something in them? Was there a joke beforehand that said he put something in them? He went out on Monday Night Raw one time with something shoved in his tights. Right, I'm crossing the street. And, uh... Hornswoggle. Yeah, Bruce... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard got in trouble because he said Shawn Michaels walked past him and he was in gorilla position, so he checks everybody. And he did this. How thorough are the checks? And... <laughs> it's going to say, yeah, you went, all right, yeah, cool, cool, out you go. But Bruce's defence was, well, how, how often am I staring at a man's Johnson, you know? A man's Hornswoggle. And uh, he went out there with something shoved in that, probably in those same shorts, and was had an interview with Jim Ross in the ring on a minute Raw and was like, John was like, wow, what about this match you have on Sunday? And Shawn Michaels was like, look at my cock! And uh, they got in some trouble for it. 
Uh, you would face the Undertaker later on today. Dick! Okay, thank you, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> thank you, Shawn uh, Michaels. Ah, <laughs> Oh, cheeky little leapfrog from Triple H. Cheeky was ever going to do that leapfrog? Of... Right, it's been a different style of wrestling so far, and I've enjoyed it. They're mixing it up a little bit, aren't they? Certainly, I mean, they're going to be... like, uh, All right, what moves do you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's good, that's good, that's good. Right, let's do all of them. <laughs> let's really dig deep, because we can't do... Um, we can not We can brawl around the arena, but we'll save that for later on. <laughs> We've got another yeah. 35 minutes to fill. Yeah, to make up for the fact that you've been recording The Mummy 2 <laughs> this past few weeks, uh, we're going to say, look, there's more rock for your buck by having you go an hour. Rock for your buck. Yeah. Kind of works, isn't it? Was that oh, the Johnson, one where he was a big CGI scorpion? That's that the one. Yes, that's the one. For people not watching or listening or caring, and there are people not listening care, uh, The Mummy 1 is great. The Mummy 2 is crap. <laughs> and The Scorpion King is all right if you're into mindless action films. Did you see that they opened um, a sarcophagus the other day? <laughs> oh, they did, yeah. That's all we bloody need. <laughs> Immortep. Immortep. <laughs> My favorite moment of the mummy is when the guy turns the corner and there's all the minions and zombies walking past going Immortep. He just goes, uh, and then t- just starts following them going, Immortep, pretending that he's one of them. Because that's what I'm going to do as soon as that happens. I like the bit at the end with the dude in the fez that got uh, mutilated by all the uh, cockroaches. Oh, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he tried to... Be, didn't he pull an item out of a device? And uh, and in doing so... Oh, that guy with the fez, the evil dude, yeah. Yeah, oh, right. something like that. There's something... Oh, like bit, of, bit of foreshadowing the background there with that sign. Oh, oh, yes! That's right, it means the artist formerly known as Prince is going to do a woman. <laughs> Uh, that's, are we talking about the guy? Are we talking about the guy in the front who looks a bit like Steve Austin? <laughs> Is that the <laughs> foreshadowing? Maybe. <laughs> Nine and a half minutes gone, lads. Oh, we're we're nailing this. If you turn it upside down, it says boobless. <laughs> <laughs> HBK says the woman in the the pink sign. Do you know, I went to um, an NXT UK taping. That's probably the last major wrestling show that I went to outside of Britain. Oh, you poor jet. <laughs> I went to the loo at one point, and I kind of wish I'd Come had on, a Matthew, sign. This is our brand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish I'd taken a sign that I could have walked along holding it to my side with. Nobody had signs there. I feel like I should have made a sign. But I am on the network, which I'm very proud of. I'm very proud to be on the network. You can see me on a couple of weeks of NXT UK, just in the front to the right on the hard cam. Oh, that's good, Tom. I mean, you know, you see people weren't bringing signs. Well, it's hard to bring both a sign and a paper bag with the eyes cut out. (laughs) (laughs) What was the last wrestling you went to, Matty? Oh, Dubex Dub, 16 carat. Wait, wait, is that it? I don't know where... There it is. First four. One nil. Fantastic. One nil. One nil. One nil. One nil. It's starting to look like Liverpool and Villa. Uh, uh, 
The last <laughs> it boats up. <laughs> the last event I went to, it was on the same weekend as um sixteen carat, but not quite as glamorous. <laughs> I went to a Rev Pro in Sheffield. Ooh. Which show was that? Uh it had Jay Lethal in the main event, but I was there purely for Mad Kurt. What was who's he taking on? Uh, I, it didn't really matter. He was just there, being oh. a, a little so and so. I do like his work. He was a he was in a six man, and um, he wasn't taking it very seriously, much to the uh, chagrin of his teammates. Oh, that wacky Kurt! Very lovely cape. He genuinely yes. caught me out the other day when he changed his his. Twitter name and photo. Oh no, Tom! <laughs> very briefly, please no. Very briefly, I'm gonna. I've got to be honest. Uh, I wasn't really paying uh, full attention, and it looked like he'd been confirmed for Bloodsport. And I was like, okay, 2020 is <laughs> a hell of a drug. Why not? Uh, and then I you, went, know I'm, you know, I'm kind of happy that he was even able to trick a, a discerning Twitterer like yourself. <laughs> well, rumor has it he gave um, Donald Trump uh, Corona by proxy. <laughs> really? Did you not see his tweets of uh, Donald Trump? No. Oh, you well, didn't believe you believe that one as well, did you? No, no. But uh, it was very good. It, it it made me chuckle. Okay, he's good. He's good, but I mean, won't get fooled again. <laughs> I'll tell you that ex radio presenter that I used to work with. Oh, she's not watching this because no mind trip phobia. Just the. Not necessarily holes, but the spots in Triple H's back might give her the willies. <laughs> oh! No wonder he's so orange. <laughs> he's got back knee, front knee, and side knee. Oh, that is a hell of a call by Matthew Gregg there. Pay the man. <laughs> so, um, kind of on a similar subject, what do we think of Roman Reigns going topless? Oh! The big hog. Oh, he's a big dog, isn't he? <laughs> Woof, like woof, woof. To give him a kiss. Woof, <laughs> I think that's woof, the mindset, woof. isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I currently... WWE is crap, but... Roman Reigns. Like, I'm literally just watching the bits that they put on YouTube of Roman Reigns on SmackDown. <laughs> him and Jay and the other ones, and goes, Look, Jay, I love you. You're family to me. I have no issues with you. All I wanted was to give you and your wife a payday. And for that, all I wanted was you to come on pay-per-view and just tell me that I'm the tribal chief. I wasn't asking too much. <laughs> it was it's the some worst. of the best acting I've seen in wrestling in ages. It was the worst day of his life professionally and <laughs> personally. Yeah. Loving it. I mean, I'm having to uh, review about the current product, SmackDown, on a... Um, Oh, why is that? What's that for? It's, it's, it's funny you should say that, Matthew. It's for Hammy Media Group, uh, hackerhamming.podbean.com. And, uh, yeah, I, I was really dreading it at first because SmackDown is pretty awful. But since Roman Reigns has come back, you know, it's been watchable. I, I, I'm a big fan of the big tribal dog chief, whatever his name is these <laughs> days. He's the head of the table. He is the head of the King of the Hill. <laughs> Acknowledge him. Pass him the salt. (laughs) 
Yeah. It puts me in mind of a conversation that Game Grubs had a while ago, where they said, "What if Alfred and Bruce Wayne were having uh, people around for dinner, and and Alfred, in a moment of just like forgets where he is, says, Batman, can you pass the mustard?'" <laughs> <laughs> what does Bruce Wayne do? Does he does he react? But then Alfred really wants the mustard. So what are you gonna do? Uh, sorry to interrupt this. This is the famous discussion. But it's funny. Is is, is Triple H trying to do the Kurt Henning cell with I, the rope? I think he is. You know. I think he's trying to do a little bit of Mr. Perfect. I think he's arcing back or paying homage to his former manager. Hmm. They were a good little... They could have been a much better team than they truly were. Yeah, and Thomas Perfect immediately left. <laughs> yeah, just went, okay, bye. Yeah, uh, sorry, um, guaranteed money in WCW or managing Triple H. I mean, let me have a think about that. Um, okay, cheers. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that could have gone a lot worse when you said Game Grumps up in this discussion once. I went, oh, God. <laughs> uh-huh. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it PG. <laughs> They were clean no, up. These podcasts are weird. Like, because I ate before this podcast, maybe 20 minutes beforehand. I had a big thing of potatoes, onions, mushroom. And 40, uh, let's see, 45 minutes or so left of the show, I'm bloody starving. <laughs> I've saw my ass talking and I've burnt so many calories. It's good for that, this. We're good at burning energy. Matt, you will think about food 450 <laughs> times in one hour. But I get it, though, because we're doing a lot of talking. I'm cooking Hunter's chicken after this. Oh. Yeah. Hells yeah. Oh, where's Jesse Ventura to go? Gorilla. If his arms aren't around him, then it ain't a pinfall. Yeah. <laughs> Chicken goujon sandwich for my tea tonight. All right, what oh, is this chicken no. goujon? <laughs> that's about? another. That's another nod to the chicken goujon massive. <laughs> it's basically it's it's just a new thing I've discovered during lockdown. I've just been putting various things in bread, and and chicken goujon was one of them. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. That one. Mm. Oh god, I just googled them. They look delicious. It's basically just chicken nuggets, but like a bit bigger. He's reversed the pressure. Mother ever gonna drop the pressure. Mother ever gonna drop the pressure. Mother ever gonna drop the pressure. I have reversed your figure four leg lock, which you are still locked into. Therefore, you're being hoist by your own leotard. Hey! Good morning. Shawn Michaels tight. Feels like he's wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Stupid sexy HBK. <laughs> we haven't done many uh, Simpsons references in this. It's been supplanted with chicken goujon bands, time traveller bands, and football bands. So say, and football. And others hot takes. Others, we haven't had a hot take from you in a while. Do you want to? Do you want to give a hot take? Uh, I'll think. I'll think very All carefully. Right. Wait, wait. Let's load up. We'll do the advert read, Tom. Oh, so, yeah. oh sorry. Matthew, do the advert. Take sport to you by Milk Load. <laughs> <laughs> milk Load. Milk Load. Milk Load. Milk Load. Dip your lugs in milk. Watch him expand the size of life rafts. Life rafts. Life rafts. So you're ready for the reckoning. The reckoning. 
Jesus is back and he's pissed that you have milk left to survive. <laughs> Expand so the life round so you're ready for the reckoning. Others, you've missed your cue. They're no working in business again. They're doing another call to hunt. She's my favourite um, member of Retribution. Reckoning. Life raft. <laughs> reckoning, she's oh, great. I think about life raft. I mean, others are on the phone, the furious that you've missed the, the bit. They're on the phone. Milk lugs have gone. We know we're ostensibly a weird company, but <laughs> you get our read right. Oh, oh, there's a fan trying to attack Triple H. Oh, is there, is there oh. Ro- why is there two rocks in there? Is this a handicap match now? Yeah, Triple H run for the. Triple H run for the fake one. <laughs> How was I supposed to know? Uh... No, uh... Man, that, that was not a well-security bit, was it? Who's Triple H's favourite biblical character? <laughs> oh, don't you... I don't know, who is Moses. it? Moses. No, <laughs> 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 If I had my milk lungs life raft for when I torpedoed that joke... <laughs> You know, no one would have really loved a milk slug. <laughs> 40 days and 40 nights went by, blink of an eye, with my loads wrapped. <laughs> loads wrapped, loads wrapped. <laughs> Alice, we, still still have di- <laughs> we still have dinosaurs to stay if it hadn't been. <laughs> a T Rex can fit comfortably on a lug's milk raft. Milk, milk, milk. It's like a T-Rex drink from one thing. Mm. Just don't let the triceratops on them because they'll uh, pop them with the horns. That's exactly what happened. I see you've been reading the script out. It's good. You're getting better at this. And yeah, the, the, the T-Rex, like, Lovecraft saved T-Rex. And then the Stegosaurus gets on. He's like, no! You see, the T-Rex need the raft because they can't swim because of the very tiny arms. Oh. Because the T-Rex pathetically trying to dog paddle. It's just, uh... <laughs> I so like just, you called it a stegosaurus. <laughs> and that was Judgment Day in the year of our Lord 3. <laughs> stegosaurus. <laughs> oh, crowd are really looking off camera. Oh, uh, they're trying to see what that fight was that broke out in the crowd, or the guy that got thrown out. Oh yeah, someone got choked. Field. Someone got hoisted out. They're trying to escape this podcast. <laughs> he did it for the rock. <laughs> oh, you, you, uh, you swear to God. Yeah. The T-Rex is like, you pesky Noah, you told me the water was shallow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's very selfish. It's one of my mate's favourite bits in the Simpsons. <laughs> Latest here from Freedom Arena, it's still 1-0 to the rock. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a match of very few limited chances. The Man Mountain, the Rock Boombier, <laughs> able to take him down. Take the, take the. Is he from Hartford, Connecticut? Defense. Oof. That's not going to help his quads. <laughs> Hopefully, they won't tear. 
in a future show. Because that would suck. Stank. Yeah, for a man with many bloody knee injuries that he's had throughout his career, you think he'd do less knee and quad related offense? No, but that, no, actually, no. It's, it's, it's Triple H, isn't it? So of course he's going to do nothing but knee and quad related offense. Right. I mean, you never saw Achilles throwing a lot of kicks. <laughs> I mean, it's not like his finisher involves him jumping in the air and landing knee first as well. On his shining in the knees, knees. Oh, Rock, no, no, he's shooting on him. <laughs> God, that's going to be a YouTube video in a day's time. Should Rock shottingly shoot on Triple H. Shotting. In brackets, real shoot fight, and there'll be flames in the image for some reason. <laughs> did you um, see the, pew, pew. Did you see the Rock's, did you see the Rock's tweet the, <laughs> the other night? The PNG of an AK-47 in the Rock's hands. <laughs> Rock shoot, uh, Rock shoots Triple H, literally! And you go, actually, we meant figuratively. Say what you're saying. Did you see The Rock's Twitter the other night? He he shared a quote retweet. It was somebody made a video of all The Rock's overselling of the stunners. And oh. he explained the origin of it. And it came about because he just liked to make Steve Austin laugh. First time he did it, it made Steve Austin die laughing. So he said, right, every time I take a stunner, I'm just going to bounce around and try and corpse you. <laughs> That's awesome. So that's why he did it, just just to just to try and make the baddest man in wrestling laugh. I like stories like that. Like uh, Jericho said, that him and The Rock when they're doing their uh, Asian tour in two thousand and two, that um, they would like take <laughs> they would take uh, cameras from like the ringside fans and take photo of each other like mid-match like pose for the rock Jericho or whatever and they would see you could pull the dumbest face during it <laughs> and there's a few of them printed in the book and they are amazing it's just having you can really relate to that aspect of the business don't mind everything else about you know being in physical shape and being good at your job uh, but the aspect of just going to work and have as much fun as possible with your mates and still getting paid for it oh god yeah like this it. is technically I guess for you Tom yeah this is just me hanging out with friends pedigree pedigree straight on them bad knees go <laughs> Lazio and now we go back to Freedom Hall where apparently there's been a uh, an equaliser is that right Chris Kamara <laughs> I don't know Jeff has there <laughs> I thought The Rock was up 2-0 <laughs> Well, according to our sources, Chris, uh, Triple H just got a pedigree on The Rock, and it's now 1-1. Get your fingers out and count, like, how many falls there are. It, oh, I saw, I saw Triple H. I saw uh, Shawn Michaels got off the bell, but I thought it was a DQ. But Triple H is going over. Dave Meltzer told me. <laughs> Who would you trust more? Oh, great. Now, Shawn Michaels' shirt <laughs> is covering everything. Oh, Shawn. Oh... Sean, you look like you've been disturbed by the milkman. <laughs> he does. He looks like he's wearing a little nighty blessing. Oh, he's fixed it. He's fixed it. Someone's looking. I've got a mate. Can you sign for this? Your neighbour's not in. Anyway. <laughs> oh, small package. Oh, another one. Ah, the old one. cheeky small package. We love that wasn't very roller. well done. Like, why is the rock selling a small package like it was <laughs> a power bomb? <laughs> 
because I thought they were going to kick up and go, "No, damn it, you just got me. I'm fatigued." Because the Iron Man, <laughs> the Iron Man match is very much like the Survivor Series, whereby tr- like signature moves and strong grapples are twice as effective as normal. You know what? Yeah, I would agree with that, but I just think that bit could have been a slightly bit better or a bit some reactions from the rock. But he is pagged. Look at him. Yeah. So I guess actually it makes sense. I'm over on lives and stuff. And I'm taking the fun out of wrestling. No, no, you're not at all. It's all right. Vince McMahon's been doing that for the last three years. (laughs) (laughs) This is already better than Shawn Michaels' Bret Hart. (laughs) Oh, what say you, Athers? What say you, Athers, about that match? The original original Iron Man match. The original Iron Man, that's right. Uh, A technical classic but not the most exciting match. There you go. That's quite, uh... That's quite, uh, political. I like both of them. Even though, you know, Michael's blocked me, I don't don't hold a grudge. (laughs) You should. Uh, So, who's your favourite out of the two, though? Don't say you like both of them. If you had to pick one. Ooh. Brett. Oh, good one. I've always liked you. Yeah, Brett was my guy growing up. Because he's the Brett there is, the Brett there was, and the Brett there ever will be. Exactly. I'm not going to dignify that with an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I like Triple H's, like, I think Rock expect him to go backwards in that pump and show it. Like, yeah, you know what? It, concrete looks pretty hard. I'll think I'll just fall forward instead, mate. I'm looking forward to next week, Tom, and by next week I mean probably Thursday, um, when uh, we read the your fascinating Russian Observer notes, and we find out what happened with that finish. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, we'll we will add some meat to the bone in the next Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. Most put definitely. some hustle behind that muscle. We'll put some hustle behind the muscle. We certainly will. Take it, there's no count outs in this match then. Uh. There was, but it's redundant if both men are out, I guess, because... Oh, wait, he's counting. Oh, now he started counting, now that they're halfway down the aisle and... I don't know if you put count-outs on, because if you did, then, like, it would be, like, six, seven by the time they got back to the ring. Yeah. You're going to keep counting them out. I think Sean's a bit like, wait, what? Oh, no, no, he wasn't counting them out then, he was counting them down. Yeah. I mean, again, it makes sense, but uh, just uh, just go with it. It was during an Iron Man match that we realised how broken 2K20 is when me and Pachiti played it on the oh. live stream uh, last year. And we had an Iron Man match, and somebody did a run-in for Pachiti and hit me with a chair, and it was a DQ, so I got a point. And then he hit me with a chair again, and it was another point, because it was another DQ. And the match ended up being 37-2 to me, because the guy who ran in just kept hitting me with a chair. Because presumably the game kept resetting, going, okay, that was a decider, that's the end of that bit, so start afresh. So the the running character goes, oh, hit again with the chair. And it was that was when we truly realised how broken 2K20 actually is. Thanks. I never got around to playing it. I might pick it up on the cheap um, and stream that, I guess, because it's Twitch and it's uh, very crowded. But 
I might also play any other video game in existence, Tom. <laughs> Anything else other than that? Yeah, how about how about that? But um, there was a great bit of editing by Kevin Dunn. He kept his finger off the switch. I forgot to ask Tom, what did you think of the Iron Man match, the original, the OG? I liked it for what it was. I think they should have been. I think they should have utilised the fact that there's pinfalls and submissions in it rather than it going nil-nil. Because if you're introducing a new concept, you kind of want to play with the rules a bit. And by doing an Iron Man match where no one gets a pin in the first what the first Iron Man match ever, it kind of well, why offer that rule? It's like if you. It was like it's like if there was. To give a good example, the first hardcore match ever if it never used weapons. It's, and it was just a straight singles match. It's that sort of thing. You should have utilised the extra room for creativity, but they didn't. I don't know whether it was an arrogance thing or a, a thing whereby they thought, well, neither of us want to get a pin on the other. But uh, it could have been much more, I think. But it's a, it's a footnote in history. It's an important part of wrestling histoire. So I'm not massively against it. Hmm. That's my thoughts. That's my that's my hot take. That's that's as hot as my takes get. Oh, oh, oh sorry, sorry. I've got to press the button. Where's the button? Where's the? Where is it? <laughs> ah, here we go. <laughs> hot take sponsored by Hot Logs. Oh, they're hot Put them in the now. microwave. <laughs> Put them up. Turn those white logs into tasty brown logs. Pile driver. Oh, that's a nice throwback. Le Pile oh, Drovo. Wow. Because Triple H started doing that on the steps during like no holes barred matches and stuff and the the boot camp with Sargon Slaughter Triple H pulling away now 3-1 up oh, mate this has been great 3-1 so up at the far. Dell you come again John Is <laughs> <laughs> he scored again <laughs> uh, I can't really see to be honest with you uh, <laughs> don't know what's going on Well, it won't be the first time you know what was going on. <laughs> what did you just say? You are deaf. Oh, nothing, nothing. nothing. <laughs> When's half time? It's been and gone, huh? Oh. <laughs> th- others is eating the orange slices. <laughs> so, I, if I'm... Now... I'm trying to think when the last time was that they actually used a pile driver. CM Punk on John Cena. Ah. Yeah. And that amazing match they had on Raw. And didn't didn't they both get fined for it as well? Did they? I Apparently. don't recall. Because didn't Cena do a move to Punk that he didn't usually do? And that was like, all right, you do that to me and I'll do a pile driver to you. I forget what it was. It was, up, was that the Franken-Cena, I want to say? Quite possibly. I know Cena was enjoying busting that bad boy out every so often. Yeah. Or was it his spectacular springboard stunner? No, that was a few years later. Oh, I God. quite like that, yeah. The old, um, what was it that Leo Rush called it? Was it called the pull-up? I just called it the seventh move of doom. <laughs> no, the seventh hey. move of doom was that back fist he started doing that he learned, uh-huh. he learned abroad. I thought that was the sixth. Oh, it might have been then. It's hard to keep up. There's so many moves. So many <laughs> moves. <Yes. laughs> 
He's like a 2003 spud. <laughs> oh, what, nice. what, performing at Perdiswell Leisure Centre? All the moves. All right. <laughs> I think that's where I saw him. Perdiswell Leisure Centre. I saw a young spud at Coventry Skydome in that the Wrestling Channel's International Super Showdown. Oh, wow. <laughs> That was a was that a good night? Uh, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk just casually on the mid card. Oh jeez. AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels for the X Division Championship, the main event. Just casually, just hoying that in there. Yeah, yeah, it was good, really good. No went to any of the IWC Alex Shane Super Shows or any One PW shows. It's funny you should say that. Alex Shane was on that event versus Raven. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> Raven, Raven's rules. Dude, I, I've said many times, if I put on a wrestling show in my back garden, Alex Shane would be peering over the fence. <laughs> You're going to be in it to win it. I might go away. <laughs> Is that the National Lottery program? You got... Oh, look at that Mahi style cradle by The Rock! You got two chances of beating me. Slim and none. There's two things you can do about it. Nothing and like it. Oh, that's what he said. Sorry, God. Uh, did he do both? Oh, who cares? I think, <laughs> I think he did both. <laughs> the different eras of Alex Shane, by God. Two things you can do about it. Nothing and like it. Nothing and please pay me. <laughs> I think Masara was on that card as well. Yeah, I was going to say, that's what I remember from that uh, IWC show. Just Masara randomly being on the show. Yeah, he took on Trinity Storm. Have we talked on this podcast about the phenomenal show that I saw in Gloucester? I don't know if we have. I know I've talked about it in the office at Cultaholic, but I don't know whether I've talked about it here. With, with you, Math. Certainly not with you, uh, Lord Others. Um, I'm going to see if I can find it when we talk about wrestling cards from the UK. Um, now, I was living in Gloucester at this point, which is uh, sort of the west near the west country of the United Kingdom. And there was a show that was being put on in Gloucester, and I thought, I may or may not go. I hadn't quite decided. I thought, I might pop along. And I ended up going... It was a uh, middle of October. It was about actually. It was. Do you know what? I've just looked at the date, and it was six years ago this week that I went to uh, Superstars of Wrestling Super Clash Two, and I bought a ticket on the door. These are important facts when I tell you the card. I bought a ticket for six pounds on the door for this show that featured Johnny Storm versus Brian Kendrick opening match. So we start. We start well. We start well. Wow. We then had um, Frankie Sloan in a four-way with like Kenzo Richards and Phil Powers and Jimmy Meadows. Nice match, nice match. Uh, we had Nathan Cruz versus Paul London later on in the Ooh, night. I've got a, I've got a good Paul London story for you when you finish. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Hold it, hold it. Because then after this, we had a little intermission and we came back just in time for the first match after the intermission. Ricky Knight, Roy Knight and Zach Zodiac versus Danny Collins... Dave Finley Jr. and Jushin Thunder Liger. What? Six pounds on the door. 
God, you sound like my dad talking about when he saw friggin' Kim Crimson play at the Newcastle uh, Civic Hall for a tenor. And, you know, the support was a little band named Led Zeppelin and all this other stuff. you got a potato as well that they're going with. I haven't finished. <laughs> what? Martin Stone, future... Um future Danny Birch versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. Thank God we didn't want to do the podcast then. He'd have kicked my head in. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Raber versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> Six quid on the door. And then the main event, it was Rampage Brown versus Doug Williams versus reigning IWGP champion AJ Styles. <laughs> Christ. Good God. Six pounds? Six pounds on well the done, door! Mate. <laughs> I take it there wasn't a Superstars Wrestling 3. Sadly not. That was the last one. <laughs> was he... No, he was... Actually, I tell a lie. He was either IWGP champion or, Bailey, or TNA Bailey champion. from The Rock. <laughs> wow. Because he's Samoan. <laughs> doesn't really work when you're built like The Rock, does it? Give us your Paul London story, Athers. Right. Um, a couple of years ago, I went to watch uh, PCW in Preston, and uh, Paul London was over for the weekend. Unfortunately, he'd injured himself the day before. Pretty bad injury. He separated his shoulder. But he still turned up. He was booked in a rumble. Um, obviously, didn't wrestle. He just went around the ring singing. Uh, he went over the road to the Stanley Arms pub and did a bit of karaoke which uh, PCW streamed on their YouTube channel. Um, We watched WrestleMania from a a bar across the road. Uh, It was the one where Triple H and Stephanie tagged against Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's 4-2 now to Triple H. And, um, yeah, uh, I couldn't see the TV very well because it was obviously absolutely rammed. And there was a room in the back... Uh, where pool tables and that was so I went in there it was a bit quieter they had the, the little TVs in there and I started watching the uh, the wrestling in there and Paul London came in and it was literally just me and Paul London him absolutely sozzled out of his mind and uh, we chatted wrestling for about a good half hour and uh, oh we had some interesting Triple H stories during the uh, mm. the tag team match that uh, I can't really repeat on here oh fair enough that's, that's yeah. cool yeah. He was shooting. <laughs> I bet. That's a nice story. Like and he a, does he like a, a bit lovely of, lad. What a lovely guy he is. He, he does like a bit of the karaoke, that Paul London. Uh, when he loves we, it. Next up, it. He did uh, Thunderball by uh, Tom Jones. Got a great voice. He certainly does that, Tom Jones. Paul London's all right as well. <laughs> You were hanging out with him last year, weren't you? He came up to Cultaholic, did old Paulie. He came up, yeah, he came up there. He did Cultaholic. We spoke. He was doing a thing in Darlow. I went. Pablo Melons did a good job. Um, yeah, he's just a really nice, warm personality. And um, and he says nice things about me, so I'm completely biased. <laughs> and I'm well aware that all wrestlers are full of crap and they've got, you know more faces than that one He-Man character who has the big green thing that spins around. But the one that Paul Linden shows to me is rather warm and pleasant, so good for him. Um, and it'd be wrong of me to not say, uh, listen to Desert Island Graps featuring Paul London on the Cultaholic podcast. Of course, I, so you should. <laughs> While he was there, he graced us for picking his three wrestling matches that he would choose to watch on a Desert Island, so you can listen to that <laughs> on the podcast feed. Certainly did. 
and you know what you saying about that random show remind me of uh, CRW Rise or Fall uh, Complete Revolutionary Wrestling Woof. Uh, a northeast Newcastle based company that I took my mate to and it's nearly the bloody hell the ninth anniversary of that um, 16th October 2011 went there ticket to 10 on the door and it's unreal because a lot of the time you don't appreciate who people are and I didn't at 2011 because a lot of these people but look at this card and seeing how well it's aged okay so at the Northumbria Uni uh, Mickey Mann defeated Kohash McQuaid hey Mickey the Dragon in the opening match my uh, boy Mickey McQuaid the Dragon the guy who was wrestling would later lose his hair and become HD Drake hey beat him again dickhead uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm shooting. That's like the, the Kirby Legero of hindsight uh, <laughs> period. Though, really, those two. H. C. Drake uh, is to me what Martin Kirby is to Adam Pacitti. Yeah, I'd say that. No. Section five, which is C. K. Edwards, Graham Robson, Hotshot, and Tommy Cage. Why were they called oh, Section Five? DQ there, Triple H, you silly sod. Oh no, but this is all part. Of the, this is a. St- no, I know, I know. I'm playing along. Oh, like, this this is mistake, what I was yeah. telling you when. Um, Tom went for a drink. If I was a wrestler in a, in one of these matches, I'd just batter somebody with a steel chair for a few minutes yeah. and get a few pins. This is this is uh, this is a strategy that after watching this match, I did incorporate in Iron Man matches when I played on the video games. Yeah, there you go, gives them the time. And there you go. Brilliant, brilliant. Ah, uh, the the, the dumbfounded look on the crowd's face. That's amazing. The crowd are like, what? Like, yeah, he's going by a chair. That was amazing. If you, want, if you go back there, watch your watch long. Just look at those people's faces like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at them. They're still like, what? No. It's, the match isn't oh, over, lads. What? Chill. Yeah. Wow, well, they really got into it. That's a hell of a bit. Anyway, they took on Team Marvel. Oh. Sean Minto, Nick Minto, MJH, and Lucas Marvel. Nice. Uh, I know Lucas Marvel. I don't know what happened to the Mintos. Who the hell are they? Uh, oh, I, I know. I remember. I remember the. I remember the Mint. Is it the Mintos? You say? Yeah. I remember them. I remember them. There was um, there was a thing that went round that they were just notoriously difficult to work with, and but they kept getting booked because whenever they were there, like it was it was this weird little Midas touch thing. Whenever the Mintos were on a show, they would always draw a crowd, whether or not they were hyped about it. There was just this weird, mysterious thing that whenever they were on, you book them. And despite the fact that not everybody got on with them, most promoters found that the best strategy, if you wanted to draw a number in, is you don't say no to Mintos. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> I got a clue where the Mintos are, but they sound fun. No, I, I realise that. Thank you, mate. I pre- appreciate you elaborating. <laughs> you bum. <laughs> Love you. Um, Sean South defeated BT Gun, Chris Rampage, and Noam Dar. Nice. Like, again... Oh, that'll be Alexander Dean. Oh, that guy. Right, okay. And Chris Rampage would retire soon afterwards. Okay. El Generico defeats Martin Kirby. Nice. Sammy Zayn versus Kirby. Uh, DJ Dev, who I believe was the real DJ off the radio, and Mickey Kane defeat Dan West and Lothian. 
So it was yeah, actual was dev from Radio One. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Blimey. Um, Davy Blaze and Kid Fight. Obviously, Doug still going. Defeated the leaders of the new school, Marty Skull and Zack Saber Junior. Uh, Justin Thorne defeated Mad Mad Manson. And we thought it couldn't get any better. It couldn't. Because <laughs> Perfect Purdy, Paragon Smith, Lothian, Lionheart, and Assassin then had a TLC match that was a bit rubbish, oh. if we're being honest. Why was it rubbish? But because everything just fell apart. It was, you know, they say, here come the tables. And it looked like when someone's doing wallpapering and they have the little stands and the bit of plywood in the middle. And you're like, that's not a table. Under the Trade Descriptions Act, that is not a table. In the same way that the bread at Subway is actually cake. <laughs> yeah, that's been a fun bit of news yeah. this week. And, uh, yeah, and that was a show. And that's the show that was like, all right, enjoyed it at the time. But oh, now I'm, that I know who I'm these people are. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, we're getting, we're getting some interrupt. news from Freedom Park. Oh, let's let's cross with cross Joe Atherton. Uh, my exciting CRW story has sent the rock to sleep. <laughs> There's 12 minutes left here on the clock. Man, this and is I can't see how the rock's going to come back from this one. Again, I'm completely bloody starving. I feel like I'm on Soccer like Saturday. This, this is great. <laughs> yeah, I'd like this to end as soon as possible, but this match has been great. I'm very much engrossed in it. But I like Joe Atherton being being our Chris Kamara as we cut, cut <laughs> back to Freedom Park. Oh, Triple H doing his best uh, Paolo De Canio and giving the ref a shove. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fight, fight, fight. Go on. Give him the Zidane. <laughs> One day we'll run a British promotion together. That sounds weird. Why, what, what? Why did you say that? Are you a time traveller? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the joke comes back one more time. Let's hope it's a love. <laughs> oh, there we go. And because Shawn Michaels is arguing with Triple H, that gives time for what to actually make a believable comeback, or I guess Triple H could just kept him spying oh! until the end. Wee! <laughs> oh. Oot you go. Double count out. The like, what, you couldn't see my amazing tribute to Flair coming? <laughs> he said, it's like, I've never thought you'd use a Ric Flair, and he never forgave him for it. He's done him all tonight, and he's done Hennig, he's done Flair. <laughs> Taking Shane Douglas's entire act. <laughs> yeah, just being angry and ripping off Flair. Hey, you're going to steal, steal from the best. And then sign them later on so they don't feel too bad. Shut up, you idiots. I'm Shane Douglas, lol. That's his whole shtick. <laughs> well, if you shut your eyes, it's like he was here. And you... <laughs> it's like he was here. <laughs> the, now, the DDT is twice as powerful late into an Ironman match, so this should be another, this should be another victory for Trips. Oh! Do you know what? It's impressive that a crowd at this point is so invested in an Iron Man match. It shows the I power of the rock at Triple H. Yes, you're completely right. Ten minutes left. Oh, ten on the clock. And then Matthew's going to push some food into his face. Not right. We'll be doing the wrap-up and plugs, and I'll be like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> this chicken goujon sandwich is delicious. <laughs> Can't wait, mate. Can't wait. Are we all excited for chicken goujon sandwiches? Marv, some frazzles. Turkey dinosaurs. (laughs) (laughs) We had had turkey dinosaurs last night. 
Did you really? We did. We decided last night because I did a bit in the news talking about. I, I did a bit in the news where I talked about Ben Carter and how he's not British, but like he's like he's from Jersey, which is in the French Channel, but it's a British Whoa, dependency. Well, I'm not having that. All... I'm not having that. What? If Graham Lasso <laughs> Matthew <laughs> can both play for England, then I'm sorry, we're claiming Ben Carter. Well, I'm just saying like this. The gra- yeah. I said I was saying it was a grey area because it's it's in it's in the French it's on the French coast, but it's a British dependency. So I'm saying it is and it isn't. And I said it's like Turkey. It's like it's like Bernard Matthews turkey dinosaurs in the sense that are they a turkey meal or are they a turkey dependency? And they are. I would thought you were going to say are they turkey or are they dinosaurs? <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were going to sing on as well. Kind of wish I had now. But but when I saw, we talked about it and so I was finding a picture of. Bernard Matthews turkey dinosaurs to use the video then Alex walked in and said oh can we have a kids tea tonight and sometimes we do that we'll sometimes more often than not we'll make grown up food like Hunter's chicken and things like that and uh, but we said oh should we just have turkey dinosaurs and smiley faces and peas I said yeah let's bloody do it so we did last night because we're adults and we make our own decisions and we buy our own groceries damn it <laughs> we'll be an adult all about and this is it's great here because now every every pin and submission counts, and they're selling fatigue. Something that wrestlers don't do nowadays for some reason because they're all like, "No, I'm really fit and healthy." I'm like, "Uh huh." I don't think there's a lot of selling going on. I think they're probably knackered. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's a good point actually. So I'm sure wrestlers nowadays are more fit and healthier and all this. That's why half the roster of Raw and NXT are actually in their late 30s, uh, early 30s, what bloody else? Sorry, I'm so hungry that I'm forgetting <laughs> can how we just to send, Can we just I'm send sorry. you like a sausage roll or something just to just to get you tied over to the end of this show? Skype. Ten minutes left on the pay-per-view clock. Upload me a sarni. <laughs> somebody, somebody throw me chicken goujon. Oh. So, yeah, I like the fact that they're knackered and they're still not knackered and there's this tension. Like, uh-oh. Rock's down. He's got seven minutes. The Rock's got to get got to get two pinfalls in seven minutes. If he ties it, he retains. So the pressure is there. And I know Triple H made that ruling, but I feel like it should have come from. It, they should have found a way to do it so it kind of came at the duress of Triple H rather than the uh, the request of Triple H. President Jack's funny. Yes. Furthermore, should On the Rock the retain? <laughs> Should the rock lead to a drawer? Oh, wouldn't be a Triple H main event in the 2000s if he didn't take the catapult. <laughs> Furthermore, the winner of this match will headline <laughs> WrestleMania 47. Tony's a time traveler. We knew it. We knew it. I knew it. Jack on the take, Tony. Seven, seven minutes for the rock to equalize and seven minutes for Tom to get another time traveler. <laughs> no, I, think the, I think the joke has perfectly landed now. I think we've reached a, a beautiful Matthew. peak. Matthew! Come on. I'll tell you, he already gets it in. Do you know how I know? Oh, oh no, Dathers, no. Don't say I, it. I'm a time traveller. No! Oh! It's true. You I do get one more in. I do get one more in, and it's this just now. Oh! You blew it up. You blew it up with your hot take. <laughs> the hot takes God was just a red it. herring. Avers is a time traveller all along. <laughs> I love it when a story comes together. We're better story writers than most show, WWE guys. A better story than Michael's heart at WrestleMania 12. 
could have been a good story if they actually had some more pins go down. It could be a good story if they did, you know, something less cursed like Macbeth. <laughs> Hot potato off the shore. Plug the bacon. <laughs> Five minutes left. Oh, is he going to pull it back? I don't know. Play. <laughs> There's a nice man with a disposable, couple of disposable cameras in the front row. I, would, I don't think those guys have still got the photos of like knackered Rock and Triple H yeah. clumsily climbing onto a table. <laughs> and I tell you what, the timing of this has got to be immense. I hope they don't get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, let's do something incredibly risky with, uh, you know, only five minutes left. That's right. If you smell a little la, and obviously he does because he's a big nose. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, oh, no. That's forgot it was this. Oh, Christ. Oh, slidey slide. Jeez. It's kind of hoping the, uh, the table is given away. Can you continue? <laughs> it's all right. The announce table's got a hole in it like a massage table. It's just his head went through there. <laughs> That looked painful. That looked like he really hooked his uh, his body in. It's all right. His nose broke the fall. <laughs> oh, this will do. Oh, crowd, man. Four minutes left and crowd is into it. <laughs> a little sit down and a little bleed. Start count. That was the fastest referee's count. I've I was going to say, bloody hell. Start count again. Say, say, all right, one, two, ten. I remember as a kid being giddy at this point, like the Rock has got one four left to catch up on. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh no chance. Here come my kids. Can you believe it? Yes, it's very beautiful, actually. Here come the McMahon family. Mr. McMahon and his ass. And his ass. <laughs> and his asshole kids. <laughs> One of them is sleeping with Triple H. The answer is Vince. Oh. <laughs> Another count out. Yay. Get yeah. two counts. Give a little prize. Pr- My trials like. Oh. They are livid. Yeah, they're like, no, no, no. It was 10. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys, chill. Two minutes 50 on the clock. Oh, the my God. Uh, oh, oh, you're gone. This is where they'll have a normal SmackDown-style TV match. Yes. <laughs> For the last two minutes. Great conditioning by both lads. I think it goes for that saying. I still think The Rock could go an hour in a match like this now. He's, he's... Uh, maybe not. I mean... Do you not think... Oh, oh, oh geez, wow. that looked clunky. Spanbuster. Span on the pan. That's it. Do the whole posing thing. You only need an. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Adam, just like, you know, like, crack on with it, man. But I better do me. I want to show Marcus. Two minutes on the thing. clock. Oh, it's an equaliser. Oh, hey. We've got five all. We're going to go into injury time here at the Dell. Oh no, time time multi-ball. <laughs> multi-ball. The golden goal. You can't get his leg up because of the tight shorts or punch Vince instead of super kicking him. 
Okay, you can see them chatting now. They're like, stuff, right, we've got to get the timing of this right, yeah, lads. Yeah, Come yeah. on. Xbox, no, no, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, Xbox, not yet, Xbox, not yet, Xbox, not yet, Xbox. Oh, wait. Bollocks, 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 bollocks. Something's on the screen. Did they bugger the timing up slightly? I think they did a bit. Oh. What's this? Back from the dead. It's others! It's others! Ah. It's others! Oh my god! It's others! <laughs> oh, look at badass Undertaker! I've got to come out in my wheelchair to it. <laughs> they completely ruined the timing there on the finish. But it doesn't matter because the Undertaker's here and he's lads. a biker. Oh, look at him. That looks... Oh, he looks so cool. Just draw. I, 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 mean, I thought the clock... I looked at the clock and thought, another 30 minutes. Oh, wait, they're in seconds now. <laughs> oh. This is so good. I'm gutted for them that the timing hey. was... Was was a little was bit squiffy. This one actually happened. I would have flipped my wig. Like, oh, Stephanie. Got it for them at the time. Is 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 squiffy. Just just do it. Just do it quick. Part of me just goes. Maybe this time if we watch it, the timing will be better. No. Oh wait, wait. Is Shawn Michaels? Wait, Shawn Michaels is back, and he saw. That's when he called it, isn't it? That's when he oh, called no, it. Oh, now saw it again to make it even more clearer. So he did, yeah. So basically, he's already called it. Ah, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a return. Oh, my God. So cool. Undertaker's back on our timeline, Math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good that The Rock retained, though. Thank God The Rock retained his title. Well, that'll, that'll do. He did, because uh, Shawn Michaels only... Uh, he kind of it as a fall as a DQ which Triple H pointed out on Smackdown mm -hmm. uh, after the bell rang Ugh, chicken nuggets <laughs> chicken goujons oh what's this <laughs> take looks good And the brass eye quote, this was the complete opposite of what the Undertaker wanted to happen. Got it. Not my fault you interfered, dead man. I'll meet you in Gorilla, like that time in WrestleMania. Oh. oh, what a match, though! What, what? A... Oh, I miss, hey. I miss fans throwing stuff at the end. Yeah. They should, they could set that up with direction. Does the one winner? I mean, does two? I forget which one. I think it was one. They was, they were throwing them at everybody towards the end, and it was just ugly. They could set it up with the Thunderdome. Just set up catapults near the screens. <laughs> so Throw the bottle at your screen, and it comes out the other end. <laughs> so there you go. Judgment Day 2000 wow. in the, in the can in the pocket. What a show! Others, did you have a lovely time? I enjoyed that. That was fun. It's a great oh, show. So, others, at the end of the show, we always like to do this bit where we go. What was something that you remembered from when you saw it previously? 
Uh, I remember the Edge and Christian uh, goofing off before the match right. with the uh, the false teeth, the banjo, the washboard. Um, yeah, that was the main thing I remember. I definitely did watch this. I didn't watch it live at the time, but I definitely did see it at some point. Awesome. Tom, what about you? So then I remembered... I th- oh, I mean, obviously, The Undertaker's return is up there, uh, but that's very obvious. Um I remembered it's I remembered the chair shot that led to the pin. So I remembered so Triple H decking rock with the chair, getting the DQ, and then doing the, the big cheaty cover to get the pin afterwards. I thought that was fun heel shenanigans in that match. What about you, sir? What did you remember? I was about to say, yeah, Triple H getting two falls for the price of one with the chair shot. First getting the pinfall afterwards, then getting the easy sleeper shortly after that. So I will say instead, uh Chris Jericho passing out to Benoit's crossface. Oh yeah! Because um, like, aha, Jericho, I, I, I'm, I'm Chris Jericho. I'm going to take on Benoit, his type of match. He, 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 I'm so great. And Benoit's like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, 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 that's not how this works. And now others on the other side of the coin. What was something that you had forgotten that happened on the show? Uh, I forgot the finish to the main event because literally. I think that's the first time I've seen it in about 19 years. Mm. So I, I genuinely didn't know who won or lost. Like you say, it was a bit of a shame they, they buggered up the timing for the ending. But apart from that, as far as Iron Man match goes, I, I thought it was really good. Good times had by all. Um, something I forgot. Um, something that I forgot from this. I, for, I forgot the entire triple threat match the European title I genuinely forgot all that happened yeah. I feel bad because they're three great workers just a little bit lost in the shuffle of the hottest era of the WWF how about you sir what did you forget um, everything about Big Show Shane because if I'm right they have a rematch with the same stipulation at next year's Judgment Day Ooh. Oh, is it is it Judgment Day or is it King of the Ring? No, it's Backlash. It's Backlash. Oh, is it? It's Backlash oh, 01. Okay. Yeah, it's that the match that remember with the dive. Yeah. And this is this was just, all right, Shane wins and he's a he's a wrong'un. He's a doylem, if you will. Uh, he's a ne'er-do-weller. And that was it. <laughs> you know, so I was, he was waiting for the earth-shattering kaboom and then not that happened. <laughs> so... And uh, that is, as they say, that, Tom. It is You have some pluggings to do, don't you? Well, I'm going to throw it over to Avers, who uh, is going to plug everything that he is up to and where people can find him. Avers, first of all, it's been an honour and a flipping (coughs) privilege to have you on the the watch along today. Where can people find you? The Graveyard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On Twitter, at AversBFC. Uh, also, if you want to listen to my podcast, I uh, co-host The Smack Attack with a lovely Scottish gentleman, James McIver. We can be found on uh, hackahameen.podbean.com. You can also find it at uh, hackahameen on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and all that jazz. Uh, it's basically, we do a Smackdown review but it's the current product. And before we get to that, we have a good old chinwag. 
about stuff in the uh, British wrestling scene, which has been very quiet, obviously. Nothing event-worthy happening there whatsoever. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if you want to follow the uh, Twitter of that, it's SmackAttackHMG. When did you start SmackAttack? At what point did you start doing the podcast? Uh, we took it over from two gentlemen that moved on to uh, bigger and better things. Uh, I've been doing it now for about... I think this week will only be our eighth week. And, uh, yeah, just got a, a message from the boss man, Bin Hameen. Uh, he was a wrestler at OVW, and uh, he's very happy with how we've done. Apparently, we've increased viewership by 30%, which is very nice. Ooh. And uh, it's quite good because there's quite a lot of big names as well on the uh, network. You've got, uh, remember Stevie Richards? Oh, heck yeah. Stevie Richards hosts a show on there, and uh, Big Sal from the FBI. Oh, nice. He hosts a very, very fun show. It's uh, the Horror Junkyard. They do lots of old-school horror film reviews. So, yeah, definitely check them shows out. It's not just us. Loads of good stuff on uh, hackahameen.podbean.com. Amazing. Thank you very much indeed for joining us today for the watch-along. And until we are all gathered again... Uh, he is Avers. He is Matthew Gregg. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together, we are at Cultaholic. Don't forget to join us. <sighs> Another way you can spot a time traveller is if you ask them if they want salt or pepper, if they ask for Martian crystals, you'll know they're a time traveller. I love you, bye. <laughs> and scene, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Saving the best till last. <laughs> I told you to get one more in. I told you, yeah, you were right because you're a time traveler. <laughs> exactly. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.